Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fire Nights. I'm crossing with the heat. I'm made with the cool. Yes, we are the partners in podcasting here to bring you another episode of Fire Nights. We are ready to go ahead and jump into these topics. A lot of things happening, but of course, we got to be polite. Man, how was your week? Um, pretty good. Going well. It's going good now. Um, uh, my episode from on on the couch. I keep I keep wanting to say dirty couch. I'm used to saying that with Blair Brother, but. I guess they, they clean the couch up, so it's yeah. on the couch with the Blair Brothers now. Um, so they're doing pretty well. Um, they hit me up this morning, and uh, it was funny because I, I I don't know what they, what they how they do this, how they roll out and stuff go, right? But I guess they wait a couple of days to do their rollout. And they was telling me, like, well, the views is so high right now, like, the rollout should be more. Because, you know, we anticipate, I think their goal was to get, like, everybody at, like, 11,000 or 10,000. Mm. Um, for the video. So the first one they put out, I think it did 10 after, like, a couple of days, whatever. Mm. I think uh, I think um, 520 Radio, the you know, the brothers from there, I think they did like 15, but I think they be like 10, like four, 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 five days, whatever. Mm. I'm not sure what their rollout is. They put it in groups to say they share links in certain places, or whatever. But when I was came out Sunday, and then uh, this morning he texted me. He says, "Ready at 10,000." He said, "How many times you shared it?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm just sharing it from you know whatever." Mm. And um, so that was good because. I I I just chalk it up to whatever they doing. It must be that good of a thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But I was like, you know how Neil is. He like, nah, man, you must be popping. You must be popping. So it made me feel a little better, you know. Mm. But um, for my part, that's my own thing, you know. So now I'm just trying to work on putting some good material out so it can kind of coincide with with the episode that I that's going on now. And I'm getting a lot of likes and stuff now, so that's cool. Yeah, gotta gotta ride the wave. Of course, of course. Yeah. That's your own, you know. Yep, that's true. How about you? Uh, things are good. Um. I was just featuring Buzz on Biz, which is a, a, a business it's, it's article, publication. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've seen it. Business publication here in the city. Uh, so that was that was a good look. Shout out to them for featuring me. Um, and just steadily working. Um, got the shows, like I said, Brotherhood coming out Juneteenth. Um, Sisterhood coming on after that. Um, if we we trying, to, I'm doing a campaign trying to get four thousand subscribers before. May thirty first. If we get that, then I'll put the episode, the season premiere of Brotherhood out early. I'll put it on June first. But you know, either way, you get it. You get you get the new season. Um, it's a good incentive. Yeah, 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 for sure. Just trying to just build, just continue to build. Um, and I just been writing a lot. Just kind of just how everybody asking what the new seasons of different shows coming. So I just been writing. Um, we're gonna go on production for In the Nick of Time in July, July nineteenth, I think. So. Season two, we'll be doing that. I'm trying to get the Lovers Lane, Sweet Mahogany, and Bondage schedules together now. Okay. So we can go ahead and get production in that this summer. Um, we're still doing the oath. I know people are like, what's going on with that? I had a few people ask me about that. We're still raising I mean, money. Good, for- good things take time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it. we're still raising money for that. Um, we just wanna we just wanna be in a position where we don't have to deal with the fifty cents of the world. Well, we don't owe somebody money, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to be owing nobody money. So we just basically we're going to like I said we're going to donation route. Um, you know we're just working to get donations, and once we get what we need, then we'll 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 keep it pushing. It'd be you know it, it, I don't think people understand how how much time and uh, not even time, but even money, monetary value stuff, going to like a, a film or even any project, even yeah. podcasts and something small like this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so much uh, money that go into it, and I don't think people really realize that. But it's so odd. Sometimes you see like a movie will hit the a festival, yeah, and then they'll it'll get picked up, right? But people don't really realize like it even take time to get to that festival part. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like even that part is it'd be movies that's out that they made like two years ago, and it's like it's just now hitting the circuit. And they and they might owe people. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they made that they made the movie. It's done to them. 
but the festival picked it up and they gonna like, I'm gonna I'm gonna we gonna do it better. You know what I'm saying? We gonna yeah. we gonna redo it. Even um the movie that got yeah I can't think of it right now, but the net the net uh the the guy that was um the revolutionary for the um he's in slavery. Oh um. Yeah, Nat, to my yeah. Nat Turner. Yeah, Turner. Yeah, even that movie, you know, I was like, because he did it already. He pretty much did it, mm. and then went to the festival. It got picked up, and they redid it. Mm. Pretty much. Um, so yeah, I, I, don't, I, I think about what you just said about the open. I'm like, I, I was thinking the same. Like, maybe I should just do something, and put it in a festival. But even that costs money. It's, it's and, just, it, and it probably be the same amount of money that y'all gonna yeah. put in making it. We just, like I said, to our our rationale is if we're gonna do the feature, we want to make it. I don't want it to look like not not nothing against the web series that we're doing. I mean, I think each like you see, each season has gotten better. Look, we look better, or whatever. But just the feature, I want to make sure it's right. You know what I'm saying? If we're gonna do this. Let's make sure it's like already ready to be in theaters. I mean, I, I one thing I can say about like watching um, better year shows um, is that like the, the quality of it is really good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying. Like it, it's it, even even and that's any any web series. Even even if you got like the the best camera, it looked like a web series anyway. You, mm-hmm. It just it's just a feel that they got right. As opposed to when you go to the movies, though, you have to see a feature film. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different feel that it got. So Different vibe, for sure. So we yeah. want to make sure that we... Because, again, this is an important story that we're telling. So we want to make sure that we are uh, as visually appealing as the story is and as actors are. There are everything... The actors are good. The writing is good. We just want to make sure that the cinematic appeal matches those two elements. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know... I think with anything with art, it takes time. Nothing is is is, is, is an overnight thing anyway. So, nah. um, I think the easiest part of art is is kind of trying to sell it, knowing knowing what the idea behind it is. So it's, it's good to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when you got to get down and get these donations and get this money and That's get these the grants. Part. Cause everybody not gonna buy into it. So some people, they, they, you know, sometimes your idea could be so good. And people are like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they'll say no because the idea is good. You know. Yeah. So. Um, Sometimes you need to you need them little um like you know people call it blessings or you need some luck or something where you bonus money that actually can can get things done for you you know what I'm saying yeah. or investors and stuff like that. that's why it's so important to actually run into them people so I mean you know I think keep pushing you know I think I do all the right things right now as far as promoing and you know talking about the movie and stuff like that so I mean I, I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll, it'll come to fruition yeah um, I'm so. it's, I say everything happens when it's supposed to so you know I ain't really rushing the process just gonna just continue to keep it pushing I mean not for nothing I, I wanted to talk about this too you because you said you had the um, you know the interview and I, I was thinking myself the other day and I said on my podcast this week I did and I wasn't I don't know if I worded it correctly I hope I didn't it might feel away when I said it but I was saying I, I do wish sometimes it was more platforms like mine or like this Cause I feel like sometimes when people come here, like we always break the hours down. We make we, we gonna make it about you for a little while, you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like it's not enough of that around, even still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. I, I'm good. I, I feel like I'm good on that. But it's not enough of that. Like, see how you had an interview and you, you like you anytime, anytime you get highlighted, you amped up by it regardless of what it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like it's, it, it could be more of that here. There's so many people that's in arts and stuff. And um, I don't know. To me, it's just it'd be odd sometimes when I see things or I see platforms, but it might be on it, but it really don't be about them per, per se. You know what I'm saying? Every show is different though. Mm. But I just I don't know. It's something about when I when I go on YouTube and I watch I watch shows. I watch Big Boy, which I'm not a big fan of, but I watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I watch uh, Breakfast Club, of course. Sometimes even High 97, I'm not a big fan of them. I watch it. I watch only platform. I'm like, yo, 
It's crazy how people could have a whole rollout just going to. You go to New York, you got three places you can go. You go to California, you got four places you can go. Mm-hmm. You go to Georgia. I mean, I, I don't know no big ATL station. I guess you got the V one hundred and three that got roasted by Cat Williams last year. I yeah, that's a big station now. V one hundred and three um, and Ricky Smiley's in Atlanta too. Okay, so okay, and it, but even even them, even going on there, it's, it, most times it's like they get the mesh so well, they mesh so well, it's in, they entertain it without a guest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So where the guest is like. At Kim Hart, we good guess for them because they got history, both two comedians, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I see guests on there, I don't know, it, it, they have some good, the Brad and them, they, they ask good questions, so I can't say that they do a, good, a bad job. I guess I don't watch them enough. I watch them more so alone than with guests. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, you got your urban radio station or whatever, but I don't know, we feel like sometimes like, the area, just the area just not like not the greatest for like platform. Like, yeah, music get played, you get, you get paid, the clubs and stuff out here. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you in the Brevet Club, it's no. I think it's, it's no just, prominent. You have to. I think you just have to utilize whatever whatever platform you're given. So if if you if a show or whatever doesn't necessarily cater to all right having a guest, even just having your name mentioned, depending on depending on what the platform is, I think it still it still works out in your favor. You just have to you have to. I guess what's that's what good PR coaching is about. I guess you have to learn how to make. The make it about you, even if it's not about you initially. It's like, all right, how do I come in here and talk about what I need to get across? Even if it's like you just randomly throw it into the situation or whatever. I think you have to just know your platform and know your uh, what climate that you're in. I guess. Oh, um, so and I know this is on a tangent. We're gonna get into some stuff. I promise. But I want to actually because you said that to my interview wise. I can only think of a few artists, and I'm thinking I'm just gonna use the people we watch, like Breakfast Club, whereas. I feel like sometimes they might have a guest, and the, the goal is to pretty much clown them, but it turn it, it it go other way around. Mm-hmm. So far this year, Soldier Boy, that was the main one. I think he was supposed to get clown. When he went up there pretty much, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think he turned it around. And I don't know if it, that was PR or what, but that was like one of the best interviews of the year, yeah. still to this day. Yeah. Uh, even Takashi Six Nine when he went up there a few times, people were expecting Charlamagne to get at him. He did. He, he got at him, but it's like he was still kind of like conducting interview how he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Envy asked him a question. He was like, "Now nah, we're not starting. Now we're gonna do this." And it's like, I don't like. It's time I go places. I want to do an interview. I go somewhere, and I don't know if they're gonna ask me. You know what I'm saying? Ahead of time, but it, I, I get what you're saying. Like it is. It is. It's one of them things you gotta make it. A, make it your thing. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just me personally, I, I couldn't say. Nah, I'm not gonna answer that. Cause we're gonna do this. Like I, I, I want to come up with an a hole. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Nah, I feel you. I um I like honestly I like doing shows where for instance like the um the uh dinner table with five twenty. Um I like their show. I like their format because I think like they is you you you're basically integrating the guests with yeah. the show. So I like that to where, yeah, we might ask you a few questions, but I mean I think the the, the guest still kind of feels a part of the show. I mean we do that here too. I mean like we we make we might ask you questions at the beginning about what you do or whatever, but I think the most the, the best episodes I liked us well, our show is the ones where we had like they actually was a part of the whole show as far yeah. as like just being integrated into okay we ask you questions every now and again throughout the show but like you're actually involved in the conversation I think because I mean you get to know people when they're like you know when they're just shooting the breeze I feel like and sometimes too I think that makes people more a little bit more comfortable if you just Integrating them versus yeah. you just because some people get nervous with just interview questions like because you they already come on guard because they especially if you don't know what they're gonna ask especially if you've, been, if you've got a lot of stuff out there on you already it's like all right what what y'all 
What you want to talk about? I had a, a funny experience at the dinner table. This is the last one. It's at the dinner table, um, last, I had to um, go co-host at the dinner table um, a couple weeks ago. And you're right. People be on guard, but some people be so shy. You know what I'm saying? It could be not not unshine person, but interview wise, when the lights is on you, yeah. people don't like the lights being on them. And I think they're asking questions and like it was like four minutes that went by and like she was very like quiet, like low, like answering, like not really answering the question, but like saying something, but not answering the question. Like yeah. she was just, just speaking. I'm like she wasn't there. And like four minutes she was like, All right, let's start over. You know what I'm <laughs> I was like, I never seen that before. I'm like, what? But I I got it because like I I whole time thinking like he asked her when she started. She just started talking about some other stuff. I, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Like, you, you, don't, you, you don't feel like, That's what I always feel like, too. When we do our stuff, I always talk first. Like, let's talk first. I don't, I don't like to... Uh, I don't want to get here and just let's start. I could do it with you. Um, even Bria now, she's here. Like, we all kind of got a mesh now, so it's cool. But like, most times we have somebody on, we talk to them first. We, we, we give them the rundown, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And we just joke to make them, you know what I'm saying, feel at home, whatever. But... Um, yeah, man, it is what it is. I, 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 it, just, it just was a, something I thought about all day. Like, dang, it's not a lot of platforms. Like, and I don't know if I was just trying to, I was, sometimes, like, we do this, right? But sometimes we do it so good, I'd be feeling like, yo, I wish we, it was somebody else like us somewhere. That we can just, you know what I'm saying? I wish it was somebody we, me and you can go. And, and they talk about us or they, they interview us. And we're like, yeah, that's a good interview, man. Like, mm. I'm not saying I don't have it happen. Cause I'm not, I don't want to say I do or don't. But I just feel like I'm always, I'm always on the other side of it. Yeah. More than I'm on the, the side where I feel like I had a good interview. Gotcha. Like I always feel like I interview well, but I can't say that I've had one that's like, yo, I had fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had some good ones. Like even though Dirty Cat, I, I, I like that one, but I know that those are my guys. It, it didn't feel like it just was a fun thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At this point, but I yeah, think man. for me, um, like I told like when I first met you because we weren't friends, um, so. To me, like you, just my sister, homie. So I was like, yeah, doing yeah. an interview with you, that was cool, because I felt like that was like to me, you were, if you obviously did your homework, and it felt like you cared, and it was like we did it two was, hours too, bro. Huh? We didn't even know it. we did two hours. Yeah, I remember that. Was that. My first two hour one. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> now I do it like like nothing, but that, it was two hours. Um, but um, that was like I said, I, I told you that was my like one of my best interviews. I like that one. Another one I had recently was the industry industry scoop. Which is in Atlanta. Um, me and Quincy and um, Chandra, his uh, somebody he works with uh, in his company. We all was on the industries group, and that was amazing. I just felt like it was it was engaging. Like when you, like when the host, like again, does their homework and like they really sound like they care. Yeah. Versus, oh, this is just another person who's interviewing. Yeah. Right, whatever. You that, know what I'm saying? Like, when you really, like, you excited to be like, I'm not saying I'm somebody, but like, that's what, that's what when, I mean. you, when you excited to like talk to me, even though I'm like really considered really a no one in the industry, like, you're still excited to meet me and talk to me. Like, that makes me feel good. And I like, I really enjoy those. Those are the most fun interviews because I can really kind of let, like, let loose now and be like, all right, cool, we can talk and, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, if you, Put me in a situation to where I like I'm chill. I'm open book. Like we can talk about anything. Yeah, but yeah. it's like if it's like real rigid, and you just like all right, let's just get this over with. And, and I'm like, you just be off. Yeah, you know like, right, well, I guess I just like, ask the question. The joke's not hitting. You might have said something you thought was you know hitting it. Like he didn't laugh. Like oh, he maybe he don't get my response. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's a bunch. Yeah, it, it can go left real quick. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we didn't have. I have. I haven't experienced no guests like that. But yeah, I said the the dinner table. That was a funny one. I was interviewing her. So I was good. But I was like. 
she, she answer the questions? And she gonna answer any of the questions that we asked her? Like she was just saying what she wanted to say, man. But um, yeah. So that was that. Um, so some things that happened this week, and um, I think the first thing to get into is uh, and because I'm happy for these for these people, is uh the Morehouse. Yes, uh, absolutely. I'm not gonna lie. Well, let's, let's say what happened first before I say that. Yeah, let's let's because let's, I, let's be happy first. No, no, I wasn't. I'm happy regardless. I'm just all right. So my thing is this: the Mohawk graduates, they okay. graduated to the 2019 graduates, right? For the f- spring, I'm assuming. Yeah, spring 2019 yes. graduates Mohawk. Yes. All the men have their student debts paid off. Well, Mohawk is a man's school, so. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 all, <laughs> all, all the students. You know yeah, <laughs> um, I, I couldn't get students out. You know, I can't talk that well. It's all good. Um, so they, they all got their uh, their student loans paid off because mm-hmm. there were there was a billionaire there to speak at at the at the yeah Robert F Smith at the graduation. Yep, Robert F Smith. Mm-hmm. Don't know him, but I know him now. Um, usually that happens when you spend a lot of money, you get known. Um, but apparently. He made headlines this year or last year because he surpassed Oprah as mm. the richest black person. And I don't think I don't remember hearing that at all. But when I when I looked him up and I seen, I said, "Oh, that's how I know he was because he was under the radar. He's under the radar guy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. the stuff, his trades and stuff. He's not a known person. No no talk shows, none of that stuff. He just somebody that made that made a lot of money. And um, so just just to get past that, so that, that can tell you how, how money he has. He passed Oprah." And Oprah's filthy rich. Right. He's just a little filthier. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, he spoke at the, he spoke at the graduation, um, black guy. So that's more power to him for that. And then he dropped the bomb on him and said, boom, you know, uh, I'm paying all your student debt. Or, and keep in mind, it, it's 400 graduating <laughs> seniors. So 400 and then um, basically. I wonder what the average debt for a black college student Okay, so the funny thing was, I was listening to this story um, on the way back. First of all, let me, I forgot, shout out to my nephew, Kyle. He just turned two. Um, so shout birthday. out to him. Um, we was coming from his birthday party, and we ended up, we ended up staying over. Um, so we came back Monday morning. They were talking about it Monday on the radio, and I was on my way back to Augusta. The average, they were saying the average debt for a Morehouse graduate is, what did, did they say? Was it nine nine ninety thousand? Ninety. What kind of education? Yeah, it was. It it is it, between eighty and ninety thousand. So that's how much. When by the time they graduate, that's how much they'll owe to whoever the the loan people. So that's what they were talking about. They were saying that just that that that's how much normally it is. So basically, you're like you're going into the situation. Let's, so let's you're going into a situation like in debt, like. So ninety thousand times. How you say? How many graduates was it? Four hundred. We're just gonna do ninety thousand four hundred. So this is okay. That's thirty six million dollars. Yeah, he he Smith is pledged. According to CBS News, a Morehouse College representative said that the total amount that Smith is pledged to donate is forty million dollars. Mm. So, and so I might t- I might a sneak in there real quick. And the total debt is actually still being calculated calculated right now, so it might even be. Could more. we say average? Somebody can have more, somebody yeah. can have less. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, but that's thirty six million. That's a lot. That's a lot. I want, and I wonder if he even charged like, hey, I need this much, this much to speak. I, doubt was, it. Man, I, doubt man, it. I think I he's an alum too, so I don't think he did. Wow, imagine, yo, and that's another thing about picking schools. You gotta pick. You really gotta pick places with like. This person might come back and talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and that I think that helps school sometimes. 
a certain graduate now, Morehouse gonna be booming. Right? Everybody gonna talk about it next year. But guaranteed. This, uh, okay, so yeah, me and my sister had this conversation. It was like now you kind of set a precedent. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no. Listen, listen to me. So let's just say you a student twenty twenty. You gonna get to your graduation? You gonna be like, oh, let's uh, hopefully somebody pay for, pay for my own. For my own. That's funny you said that. Because, I'm just saying, like, no, but as a black person, you know, honestly, like me and you, like me and you, yeah. how we think, I would be like, damn, I should have graduated last year. Like, I, I'm, 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 me personally, I'm only assuming they're not doing that again this year. Oh no, you know see, what I'm saying? Me, I'd be like, I'd be sitting there like, I'm, I'm expecting the, the, so, the speaker to be like, I'm taking care of your debt. 2020. What, what, now, what I was gonna say earlier, and that, that, that's a good point you brought up. I was gonna say earlier is this: I'll be mad for for two things. I'm gonna say I'm two things right now. <laughs> One. If sometimes you know how you know how you on your you on your you on your P's and Q's and everything and you like I'm gonna go and take the class now and 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 then uh the winter. Yeah. So let's say I just graduated 20, 2018 in the winter. Oh but I, but I could've I could have didn't pretty much said now nah, I'm gonna take everything now. I'll be pissed off. <laughs> I will be pissed off if I could have graduated in the spring of twenty nineteen, but I said, nah, I'm gonna just go ahead and do it and you know and, and I'm gonna pace myself. Mm. I'll be pissed off too. Dang. I'm gonna pay myself and maybe I'm gonna intern make some money because I got this debt I gotta pay. I'll be I'll be really pissed off. <laughs> like I feel like this is something you should tell me ahead of time. Like, hey man, we're looking to get in the speaker. And, all right, this is my advisor told me he may or may not pay. You know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to know this stuff. Like that's that's not that's really like a gift you can't. But they said they didn't know. The, the, I know. The, I know, the president know. was like he didn't know. So that's crazy. Nah, I would write I, if I was if I was in. I'll write him a letter like, hey, look, I know it's four million dollars left over. I did the calculations. Like just leave all forty there for us, you know what I'm saying? Like help help the rest of us, <laughs> help the rest of us out. Pick them. I don't know. Give me, you know, give me something. But yeah, definitely. I, I think that's that's the importance of having um like knowing your alma maters too. Cause I also wonder if anybody beforehand knew that if you know I'm not saying alma mater. If he was that for one, knew of him for two, and then three. I'm pretty sure now he's gonna be reached out to more. Mm. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe it's all for the better. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my brother's best friend, LeBert. LeBert actually was one of the graduates. So, shout out to LeBert. Your debt is free, bro. Shout I out. How much debt he had? You should have found out. I should find out. Yeah. I'll find out. Um, but yeah, I think to me, I think it's amazing. I think that's dope. The only thing that that's troubling me it has nothing to do with the blessing. I think that's an incredible blessing. I was just having this conversation, and I mean, you was even saying that, like, to me, I'm like, why does the education cost so much? And I, and I know, I know yeah. it's a private school. I get it. I mean, I got a September house. I didn't go because um, my dad was like, we not, we don't have it, and it's like we not doing the whole loan thing. See, me, yeah. per, me, I um, I graduated from Georgia State University, in 2008, and um, originally, I got, I got, into, I got into Georgia State first. I got a Morehouse second. So I was accepted. I was on my way to possibly going to my house. My uncle, my um great uncle at the time, rest in peace. He was going. He was going to help me get some scholarships. That never happened. So you 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 prefer Morehouse over Georgia State at first? Or something? At first I did. I want to go to Morehouse at first. Um, but after to me, I'm always think. I was thinking future as far as like I'm not trying to owe nobody because going to Georgia State was. I had hope. I had Pell Grant. I had like. Basically scholarships. Well, that's I don't the take thing, care of my education. Man. So like, and so with private schools, I still would have had it, but it's still I still would have to take out all these loans to be able to go to school. But you can you can have hope at private school? Hmm? You can you, you can have it, but it's not as much as you don't oh. you have to yeah, you basically let's say let's just this is this is not the right numbers. Let's just say it costs 
um, two thousand per semester to go to Georgia State, and let's just say it costs ten thousand to go to Morehouse for a semester. So if I had the Hope Scholarship, let's say this Hope Scholarship was two thousand dollars. So basically, I'm good. Georgia State, I ain't got to pay nothing. Mm-hmm. Morehouse that deducts two thousand, yeah, so okay. I'm still paying eight per semester. Got you, got you. And that's still not including, you know, room the other board, fees and stuff. room and board, all that other good stuff. So, yeah, I never had no, I never had no desire to go to Morehouse. Um, I, I don't, I don't know why. I think, I don't think I, I, I didn't care about college. So I didn't really mm-hmm. like look into it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do wish. We talk, we, and we gonna, we gonna, I guess the first half is going to be education. We're talking about a lot of education stuff here. But when it comes to school, I do feel like I think they do it. I think they do an injustice to me of really kind of breaking down colleges. I know they give you pamphlets. I know they, 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 they set trips up so you can go to schools down and third. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think more students need like one on one time, well, you know, one on three time with, with, with certain people from schools and mm-hmm. stuff and share their story because. Mm-hmm. I ain't know nobody's. I mean, I, I remember one guy came and talked to our butler. We talked to us one time. He wasn't really the best of speakers. He didn't, they didn't really, they weren't listening to him like that. You know what mm. I'm saying? So I didn't hear what he was saying. But I didn't have no, everything I, I experienced in college, I never knew that before. Everything was like, I just firsthand experienced. Like, boom, this is, okay, don't do that no more. Gotcha. Uh, get my Pell Grant. Spent too much of it. Okay, Jermaine, pace yourself. I, I, like, I don't know none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, uh, taking this loan, taking that loan. Even that I probably didn't need it just because it's money there. Hey, that was, that's dumb. You're going to pay it back. Yeah. Not knowing that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's certain kind of loans. It's loan that is going to start and doing uh, increase on rates then and then there. Right. I I just wonder whatever they give me. Yeah. Oh, I can get five thousand. Oh yeah, come on. I I don't need it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so lots of it's a lot of little stuff that you don't know. Uh, we need more literacy in that. I'll say. I think uh, I do agree with that. Um, they were saying take algebra. I keep seeing this meme. They say take algebra two out and teach people finances. I sh- and that's cool. Uh-huh. But I really think. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of college, I do feel like you need to also break down college a little more than what we break it down. We tell people to have fun, don't, but really, really hone into the details, give them real life stories. You know I what think saying? I'm okay. So I'm gonna address two things. Um, one with the meme because I shared it. Um, because I agree. I feel like I had this conversation with my siblings all the time. I feel like there should be two tracks. In school, in high school. I feel like if you want to go the algebra, geometry, trigonometry track, okay, you go do that. But if you want to do, like, how to pay your bills and how to pay your taxes and how to write a check, a different thing, like this life skills track, I think that should be important because, again, you're teaching all this stuff. To me, I don't use geometry. I don't. I don't use geometry in my everyday life, like, at all. And I, I don't. I'm not seeing how me learning sine, cosine, how that's applying to me now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not a mathematician. Like I'm not. I'm not teaching math. I'm not doing anything math related. The only thing math related I'm doing is counting these money, counting this money. So that's pretty much it. So I feel like there should be more life skills that you need to learn in co- in high school and definitely in college. But I agree with you with the whole. How to prepare for college? I think that should be a course. I think that should be something that should be taught. I know you, that's important. I know you said it should be two tracks, and I think that they try to. They, they technically speaking, they do. You got tech prep and uh, what's the other prep? It's called it's, tech prep. It's college prep. College. That, but it's, it's weak. Those that's are those are two weak tracks. Even the college prep is. I don't want to say it's dumb. The curriculum is not up to par because. That college prep, I went to school with kids. I was on tech prep. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to do no foreign languages, none of that stuff. And then, boom, I go to college. So lucky me, right? But I went, I went, I went tech prep for a reason. I was still getting the same grade as somebody went to college prep in college. 
but and they felt like they wasn't prepared for college. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that college prep didn't really do anything for them. You know? Yeah. So I think it's just the the, the curriculum, like you said, it do it doesn't need the adjustment. Um I liked algebra too, I'm not gonna lie, but the geometry part, I, I, I really I can't remember anything from there that I used. The cosine cosine thing, it was cute when I learned how to do it. I was like I felt good, like okay, it's cause yeah. this is very Difficult, but I learned how to do it. Yeah. But if you put it in front of me now, I can't. I won't learn how to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. I was a beast at it in high school, but now when I was I mean, doing it yeah, on nah, a daily. No, nah, I can't do that now. And that's one thing I hate about high school because, like, some of the stuff in high school, like, like you said, so algebra, I said, I, I do feel like algebra you use in real life. Geometry, I don't. So algebra, I, I say that because you asked me 5x equal 30. I might use that for in real life. I might say, all right, if I get five people to give me $6, I mean, that's 30. That's the algebra. Mm-hmm. Cool. Geometry, I, I, just, I just can't think of time where I use it. Well, if I got that square, I I don't, I don't. I think unless you're like going on like engineering pizza, I, I, I don't know. Maybe mm, I'm trying, but I don't. I don't know. I think if you're on the engineering track, that's more so your speed. I don't know, but exactly. So why know. why is that not a tech prep thing? You know, mm. but not 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 even to get on. But that's my thing. Is just I think high school and this is just in Georgia. I, I don't know how in New York it was different because. You could pick your career. Like mm-hmm. when I when I went to I went to school called Paul Robeson, and it was for business. So. Once ninth grade was done, you you go and start doing business stuff. It's no longer algebra. Two, algebra no, mm-hmm. I, I was done. I was you you on your career path at that point okay. of what you're trying to do, so you can get you can pick the college you want to get into. But like I said, big cities got bigger budgets, and they got right. people that actually working. You know what I'm saying? People that actually working and touching the schools and stuff. Out here, we got people that are probably not even that smart making decisions just because they. They know somebody, or also too, you got people that don't really—they are out for their own agenda, not really thinking about the best care of the children in the in the county too. So I mean, look, you look, you look, look at the laws they made. The, no, not to bring it up, but the abortion law, all that stuff. These are these are decisions they're making. Never been the best for the citizens anyway. It's, mm-hmm. it's best for the pockets of Georgia, I guess. So mm-hmm. I guess the pockets of Georgia is best to have you not know nothing before you get to college, so you can get bigger debt. I don't know. But I, back to the, that thing, the college thing. Like I was. I was fortunate enough to, um, you know, go to Davidson, and they actually, to me, I was prepared for college because we was kind of already like on the college curriculum anyway. Yeah. So, but I think, I think it should be like that schools across the board as far as like just like you said, preparing them for college, especially you know, especially people who want to go to who want to go, like because again, when I know when for me when I was in my classes in college, like I was like I was. Writing papers, speaking through it, doing getting through my work, and I saw people that were struggling. It was like, you know, kind of seeing the difference between what I was prepared for versus what they was prepared for. So, I think it should be like that across the board, where people are actually um, getting college prepped, like for real. Um, and I also do agree with. I think I agree with actually having um, people from the schools, and not just have like a big auditorium. Right, right, Me right, and right. I think, like you said, it should be five people having an opportunity to talk to this person and really asking questions and really trying to understand what college life is like. For me, I used to do, um, I was part of Upward Bound here in Augusta with Payne College. Never so, heard of that. Yeah. So basically, and basically what you do is um, you you go to Payne, um, they'll have you, you have to go tutor for an hour, basically do your homework for an hour, and then on Saturday you would go um, and do different classes or whatever. That's pretty getting you ready for college too. But we also did like a, um, they took us on the trips to the to the HBCUs. That's why I wanted to go to Morehouse because we went to 
We went to Spelman. The girls went to Spelman. Guys went to Morehouse, and then everybody went to Clark. And all the schools are like literally right there. Like all three of them are like connected, mm-hmm. and they all meet together in the um, on the green or whatever. But um, I was like, I felt honestly, I just fell in love with the camaraderie of the school and what it was about. So that's kind of why I wanted to go. But that money. That was a deterioration. That was a detour yeah. for me because I, I was like, mm. but I think it should be like mandatory, um, like tours. Like school, every school should have like a five, like maybe five, where they just have to take all the seniors on like on mandatory like school visits. And mm-hmm. I only say that because like a lot of people like me, I didn't I didn't care about college. I just I just there was nothing in my mind. Even my grades was like really high, really good. I didn't care about college, so. If you had gave me the choice, I'm like, no, I want to go to sleep when I this weekend. I'm not trying to go to Morehouse. I'm not trying to go. Mm. But I think there's a lot of things now. I'm, I'm older now, so I wish I would have. I wish I would have, you know, did this because I probably would have went away to school or something like that. I didn't care. I went, I went here because I was like, well, okay, I'm going. So I'm stay home. I'm not going. Yeah. Being stubborn, you know what I'm saying? But um, I think, like I said, going for me, going to visit the campuses allowed me. It showed me again. I, I, I can hear, I can feel it. I can hear it in your voice. It showed me like life outside of Augusta. I've never even seen Morehouse. I, and I'm black. I should. I should. I, should, I, I, I live in Georgia, yeah. so I should, I should have seen it by now. <laughs> I mean, as it's, it's it's just honestly to me, and even though I didn't go to HBCU, it to me it was like it really just showed you like you the his it's the historic parts of everything. It was just like being it's basically being on campus and it's just all of us. It's but like you know black what? people. Like it's, like, it was it was yeah. actually amazing. I ain't gonna lie. The way society made today, I wish I would have went to an HBCU. Even though I, I had my I had fun on here, like learning white people. Cause I didn't know none about white people, so I was, mm. it was different for me. I was in class with white people, and never never had that problem. Never been the only black kid anywhere. Every mm. time I always been me. I got to try to do it different, but I do wish I would have done that just because learn about the culture more. You know yourself, and, and I honestly I hate to say it like that, but and I'm saying no white person can't show me nothing because it's a white teacher here that that showed me a lot, a lot, a lot. But I do feel like, you know, it's one of them things where I just feel like nobody going to look out for you like you will look out for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I say you, I mean, the same colors me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Teacher might go harder just because, you know, like, yo, I see something in you. Mm-hmm. As opposed to somebody else, like, eh, whatever. I do think it's a deal. I had, like I said, I was a part of a college ministry uh, at New Birth. And basically, um, they would pick up the college students from different campuses. So they picked us up, Georgia State, Georgia Tech, Morehouse, Clark Atlanta, and Spelman. So we all was on the buses, went to church together. So I had friends that went to the um to Clark and went to Morehouse and Spelman. And you can kind of tell the difference as far as the like as far as the community wise. Yeah. Um because with Georgia State, Georgia State is huge. And for Georgia State literally makes up all of downtown Atlanta for the my most part. Went there. So it's like you're basically a number. And that's in, in that school system. But with, I, with Morehouse and Clark, I feel like everybody knows everybody. You know, it's kind of more of a community camaraderie thing. With Georgia State, it's kind of like you make your own community because there's so many people there. <laughs> it's like you kind of just your own little community or whatever. So I just, I just, it's a different feel. I mean, I'm glad I went to where I went to. I'm glad I went to Georgia State. I feel like um, I would not have, I would not be doing what I'm doing now because um, we had a bomb Mac Center. It was amazing. Um, so I just feel like, you you're meant to be where you're supposed to be. A lot a lot of times you you may feel like at the time like dang you know I wish I would have did this 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 but it's like when you look at it in hindsight it's like I'm glad I did what I did because you you it cultivates you to who you are today. So and what you saying that one thing I would say is the only thing I would disagree with what you just said is if I could have graduated in 2019. <laughs> 
And I graduated 2018 trying to be fast, thinking like, yeah, I got me a semester early. Nope, you lost. Like, nah, <laughs> I should have paced myself. But I, I'm not gonna lie, that I'll be happy for them. Mm. But it's just like, really, like I was. Imagine, imagine. Can you just imagine one class like you could have just waited, but you you just said, now nah, I'm gonna graduate. Early. I'm imagining just being in that seat, like we had graduation, just like hearing him say. Your debt is paid. But, like that'd be crazy. Like, and one thing I can say, people understand college graduate, college graduation, and is different from other graduation because a lot of a lot of times people that there for graduation college, they're not really happy. They're happy it's over, but they're not like it's not like it's, it's celebratory because there's no more school for some of them. Mm-hmm. But you you graduate to come into debt, pretty much. Like you mm-hmm. you, you got to go find a job now. You know you qualify to work in this place, but yeah. On paper, even though they tell you they need five years of experience, it's like, bro, I just graduated, but whatever. That's another story, you know. And so imagine being one of the average students, like like ninety thousand dollars in debt. It's like you you happy grab like yes, it all worked out, even though I'm negative ninety thousand. Yeah. Or this here, that somebody say, nah, you good, you starting over, clean slate. Like I, I might cry, you know what I'm saying? Might you might cry at the graduation? Oh yeah. You know definitely, what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely tears coming. I mean, I, I think my, I thing. think my college graduation experience is a little different. I kind of already I graduated. I had a job before I graduated, so. I wasn't really worried about that because um, my senior year I was kind of chilling, um, and um, yeah, I wasn't really heavily in debt. I had like well, I took out one loan. wasn't my fault. My dad made me take it out, um, and so I was like, "Yo, we can take care of it." He's like, "Nah, I need to take that loan. I take that loan out." So we took it out, took the loan out, and because um, Georgia State Georgia State dorm rooms are expensive, and they're not really regular dorm rooms. It's like literally like apartment style. So it was crazy um, expensive. So literally, a lot, a lot of my scholarship money went towards my living. Mm. So, but anyway, one one like I said, one year, one semester, we had to take a loan out, and so I ended up paying that back. I didn't take me that long to pay that back, so I'm I'm good on that. But it was just again, just to imagine, I'm imagining myself just like being in the audience on that Sunday and that man saying, "Yo, y'all, y'all, you good? Debt pay." You just kind of, it's a, it's a it's a weight off your shoulders. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's that's amazing. You mentioned the loan thing, and I I think that's that's one thing I do like about like I know like for, for you, um, I, not not maybe not your whole family. I know you particularly though, just talking about you like being blessed enough tonight and not have to take all the loans out. You know, it's crazy because I hear people sometimes that they would really go to school the next semester just to get the loan money. You know what I'm saying? Like they go to they 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 go finish the school obviously, but it's like they look forward to like getting extra money. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. It, to them, I hate to say it, and, I, and I'm trying to distance my, but it feel like another tax return. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you get your 3000 back in tax. Even though it's putting you in debt, but sometimes living in the moment, and I guess your means or your whatever you got going Listen, on. I'm people, not going to lie. That's the only reason at one point I wanted to go to I want to go to grad school. I was like, because I was seeing my sister, yeah, I was exactly, seeing my sister exactly. getting, getting the checks. I was like, where you getting these, this money from? She was like, this is from my loan for school. I was like... I need to get back I need, in. I need there. to get back in school. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I was like, let me, and not even like, not even thinking about. Okay, you got to pay this back, but you like, know, and and, and, I, and honestly, I would, I would culture sometimes like we don't think like that. You like, look, I'm gonna be rich soon. You must know who I am. <laughs> 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 you must know who I am. Give me that four thousand real quick. Next thing you know, you owe sixteen thousand. Like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, but uh, nah, but yeah. So that that. That's that's a, that's a, that's a good thing, you know. what I'm saying, especially you got to think, but, but with it being private school and it being primarily, you know, black, I'm pretty sure it's more people that that, that has that situation where like you taking on loans and, I mean, I, I got a brother that go to school, so you you taking these loans out or you know you're doing this and you give your mom half just because she got the kid, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's so much stuff that go along with it. 
I I'm, I literally probably it's probably people that that probably cry. I I, I want to see footage of like the graduation. Probably people that cry like oh, I was I really I really I was really sunk in debt. Like I'm uh, happy. It's it's all paid for. I hope that this inspires more people to get involved with the HBCUs. I feel like again, I, people are just over modest. Huh? You know, like people in general are just over modest. I mean, I think people just in general. I feel like I, especially people that are so woke and so black powerish. I'm talking about like our. Mm-hmm. Grandiose entertainers that always pushing for David Banner, Ti. Yeah, Ti specifically. It was the episode. It was the episode of Family Hustle I was watching. He wanted his son to go to Morehouse. His son ended up going to Georgia State. But I'm just like, you know, I just feel like you. We have all this that whole scholarship, man. Huh? (laughs) 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 But I just, to me, again, I just feel like we. Not, I just feel like we. People that have the means should definitely put their money where their mouth is. I feel like again, help invest in these educations. Like I said again, I just feel like first, first of all, I I think the tuition is too high. That's just me. I, I, I and, and I'm not faulting the the system. I mean, you got they got to take care of stuff. They got to take care of, but it's, I just feel like it's just really high. And I feel like it's it's bad enough students have to worry about they want to get a better education, but they. You know, some people can't because of the, the the cost, and I think that's just ridiculous. I think just I think tuition across. Well, you know, education is, is a scam. Is a scheme anyway. So it's like that, that, that whole thing is crazy. You pay all that money in tuition, and you become teaching. You make that little that little. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just, I just, I just, I just think tuition across the board is too high. But back to what you was just saying, I felt like that whole thing is a scam because, like you said, they tell you go to school. And you're supposed to make this certain amount of money, and then it's like you get out and you expect to make this certain amount of money, and you don't. And it's or like, be like, well, you know, you got the you got the credentials, but you need experience. And it's like, fam, I was in school. What, what, how can I have got that? It's crazy. In school. It's crazy. So but, yeah, I, yeah. I just I, the whole the whole thing is to be restructured. But I, uh, but I'm happy with that class though. That class, like they they get to go through life with a different mindset. Like not you know people complain about being in debt all the time. Mm. No complaints. Just go through. You get a clean slate. But if you got other debt, then you good. You got to discover card. Ain't nothing much. Probably five thousand. That's you good. You in good hands now. Mm. That you that that student debt is cleared. You good to go because yeah. they they they. I'm telling you, they they. That's one debt that that you got. They'll come take any money you getting. Mm-hmm. That's that's one only one. You could hospital bill. You probably good. Credit card bill. You probably good. Uh, your car got taken. You probably good. You old school. Oh no, they don't come. They getting their money from you. You, you you won't make another dollar. You know what I'm saying? They gonna take yeah. on garnish your wages. And that's so. crazy. Like just think about it. Because they were talking about this on the radio. They were saying, think about it, you owe ninety thousand. You get a job that only pays fifty thousand a year. You know, like they. And, and I, I think about that all the time. And realistically speaking, you could say, okay, well, I just pay ten a year. That's nine years. You mm-hmm. only go to school for four, five, maybe six. You know, depending on how you, if you, if you, if you depending on what you're doing in there. But yeah. that's a long time. I'm, yeah. Nine years be paying for something that I'm already doing. That's crazy. I feel like, and, and I can't, I, I ain't gonna say that, but I feel like I know they got like loan forgiveness programs, but them, them even, even it's funny, everything's a scam because even those are scam. Let me tell you, I I had, and this is, this is a good story, matter of fact, we talking about debt and stuff. So they've been sending me letters and mail. I've been ignoring them. I'm not paying y'all the money, you know, you gotta mm-hmm. come get me, whatever. Well, they try to come get me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to chill, I'm chill, I'm chill, chill. But can you, I just got, I just start making my money. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just start making my money. How are you going to try to come get me now? So I, I'm trying to call and do that stuff. So I went to one of the little programs. I guess like they say you could consolidate your debt, mm-hmm. this, that, and third. So I call them. I'm on the phone with them. Something just, you know you know how something just don't sit right with you? Yep. It's just not sitting right. So he, he told us, how, he's like, how much you owe? I tell him like, 
He's like, dang. I said, all right, what, what can we do? Is that a high number for you or something? I don't know. So he, he go with the, ask me this question, ask me that, ask me that. Nothing, nothing personal, not like social, none of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Ask me all this stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, da, da. So he's like, all right, so how much you make? I told him, he's like, okay, based on everything we got going, you got two kids, da, da. I'm like, yeah, based on everything, you be paying uh, $25 a month. Now, me, I'm like, I'm like all right, that's cool. I'm mine, but I'm like, well, how, how am I ever going to pay that debt off mm-hmm. if I'm paying $25 a month? That's not even 3000 a year. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, whatever, you know. So he's saying the same thing. So what happens is you pay this this much this money first. We process all the stuff. It's gonna take about six weeks to get all you know this 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 settled, this settled, this consolidated, like all this stuff, which is making sense because it's gonna take time to get everything consolidated, get approved. Da da da. da. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. So he's like, all right. So the first payment, you know, payment. I hung up. I'm like, you didn't ask me. Uh, like what school I went to, and like he didn't ask me like like how like what loan is it? Oh, um, he just wanted my bank card to make the process of payment. But I'm like, you ain't tell me if I got approved or not. Nothing like right. you, you just. So the my, my my point is that even trying to trying to uh, pay off your debt, you run into scams because education in the scam is, is in general. You know what I'm saying? So I had I did that. Who knows what he take off? He take off everything on my on my card. And I can't find him now. That's true. Then I hung up. He texted me. He's like, I just deleted the text to the other day. It was like, all right, wish you your best on your loans. I took all your stuff. I, I, I took all your information out of the system. I'm like, you're not a loan place, man. I don't, this is something that you probably just seen. I seen online. I, I entered it. You called me because, you know, whatever. But I just say that to say, like, it's, it's all a scam and it's, it's, it's really hard. So I, that's why I do feel like, like when it comes to students, they do need it to be um, ran inside it. Like, I don't care whether you say it every day or all the time. You know, repetition is key about loans and all that stuff. People say it and they say it one time and think, no, you need to, I need to keep seeing stories. I need more movies about it. I need all that stuff, documentaries, all that stuff because that's a real thing. You, you, you leave college and you're like, you know, you, you, you more messed up leaving college than you, you were coming in. You might know a little bit. I, you know, you know how to do a speech now. Cool. Yeah. But you, you ain't even paid to do speeches. They ain't going to pay a loan off. So it's just one. It just it's just one of them situations where I, I'm, I'm happy for the Morehouse kids. I, I'm happy for it because you wish that it was your graduate your graduating class. You know what I'm saying? Like if I could have something, I would definitely have that. I'd, I'd be good to go. I think that a then them loans like they pop up each one. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Which measure your credit up because like all right, negative four thousand, negative four thousand. You know it's like whoa. So it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's- and you people people actually stay in school. So that, the, so that the loans won't show up on your credit. Because if you're in school, it don't really show up on your credit. It don't mm-hmm. show up. Once you're done, it's, you can take it off, but you know it's on your credit at that point. Yeah. So people, people go, to, go to grad school. They don't want to, some people want to go to grad school. They just stay in there because they, they can't pay the loan off. Yeah. Imagine, imagine you got to keep going to school, getting in more debt because you don't want the debt on your credit. That's crazy. It's like you're buying time. You know what I'm saying? Hoping that you could be a doctor or you're going to be a lawyer or this, whatever the case may be. You know, it's just... I'll be your next reality star Get that money hey, that's, why, like that. that's, why, that's why I don't knock him man I don't knock no. him Go, Get that, that uh, 3500 episode That's why I said I'll do it Shoot <laughs> 10 episode 30,000 Get your real job too You be good to go Okay I'm on it That's a good little hustle You know what I'm saying Get Absolutely. you do some little walkthroughs At the club yep. just, just be smart with your money Don't throw it over Don't throw it everywhere Exactly But um so we can get into it because we we gonna do a little different this time. We are gonna try to just go go go, go through. Um, speaking of school, yeah. And speaking of school, we went to because like you talked about Georgia State and Morehouse and all that stuff. Uh, recently, is this, was this Glen Hill Middle or Glen Hill? Glen Hill Middle School, another school like your alma mater. East Coast. 
good. This is gonna be good. So go ahead, go ahead, middle. Um, yeah, it was an altercation with a teacher and a student. Yes. So nothing, good. nothing outrageous. Not, not, not the video. I'm just saying, like that. Uh, that's a common thing. The video. It's a new day. It's a new. It's a new day and age. Mm. So it's a video of this. Yeah. So you can play it, and I guess they can hear the commotion yeah, and a, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna play it real quick for you people. So here we go. Teacher just standing with the student right now. Oh, we pushed him. Little man trying to push back, but he, he's on the floor now. That's wild. Now, I don't know who this little child is screaming, but... That, not, and it's not funny, but now I watched it, I almost laughed because time went by. But if I'm like, why are they screaming for? This causing extra commotion for what? But that, so I, 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 before we get into the video, let me ask you, what was Glen Hill, what, what, what was Glen Hill Middle School like when you went there? Not that definitely wasn't. Um, um, what was what did I when did I go to Glen Hill Middle School? Like ninety three. It was shut I'm up. Playing, playing, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, because. 2001. 2000, year 2000, I was in eighth grade, 99, seven. So, 97, 98, I was at Glens Middle School. Um, and it definitely wasn't like that. Actually, it was the second year of existence oh, right. when I went. When I was at Glens Middle School, yeah. Cause, oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm kind of, I was one of the, the fresh people. OGs. I'm OG of Glens Middle yeah, School. Yeah, you're OG. Okay. I didn't know that. I, I just didn't graduate, sadly. But, um, but anyway, um, yeah, it wasn't like that. The school was clean. Um, we wore uniforms. <laughs> that school was clean. It was. Clean. It was nice and clean. It smelled good. Uh, we wore uniforms. I mean, it was just. I mean, you had you had fights every now and again, but it wasn't like crazy well, like that. The thing about middle school is this, and this is why I say I think that's the hardest bunch to, to teach because a couple of things you in middle school sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So you got eleven years old, twelve years old, thirteen years old. Everybody finding themselves. Mm-hmm. You get you gonna you got your few that's more mature. So they they find themselves a little earlier. But even then, I think we how old we are. We still finding ourselves every day. Yeah. So, um, you got different mood swings. You got people like it's, it's some of the pressure in middle school because you're trying to look cool. Yeah. Trying to impress this girl. You're trying to impress this guy. Like even guys trying to impress guys. Not not on some not something like that, but just in, just in the sense of. Trying to be cool, Being like in, in the situation, yeah. yeah. Um, trying to fit in, yeah. You trying to find your your niche of what what what's you and what's not you. So you try and fail different things. So middle school is very hard because in any given day, a student you think is one way it could be a whole different way that day. Yeah, girls just going going through their stuff. It's new to them, so it's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot in middle school that that that, that going. It was on. a lot. I think for me because okay, so I went to I went to, I went to Collins Elementary School. Down, you know, for people that's by sunset. You know, it's Cherokee Crossing. Mm-hmm. People may not know. Um, no, is this no more? Yeah, it doesn't. And Collins is closed too. So yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> anyway, so I went there, and I so I went there, and then went to Glen Hills Middle School. So I'm coming in this situation. I ain't know nobody because all my friends went to Tubman. Mm. So I'm coming to Glen Hills Middle School, and I was like literally new. Um, and it was it was kind of it was kind of a, an adjustment for me because I was I was smart. You know, I was like, I all elementary school, I always had the highest average. And in middle school, I was kind of smart. But I kind of dumbed myself down a little bit just to kind of, like, try to fit in. I used to play the violin. I I, I didn't play. I stopped. And now as I, I'm kicking myself. I wish I would have continued because, like, the violin is, like, tough. I love it. But I 
I stopped in sixth grade. I didn't do it. I had I was supposed to join this club, you know, for people who had you know good grades. I didn't do it because I was like, I'm not trying to be the nerd of the yeah, class yeah. and stuff like that. So again, like that that age is definitely hard because again, you're trying to you're trying to fit in and trying to figure out who you are and everything. But I I think the difference between now and then, I think. I can only speak for me. For me, I was scared to end up at school because I knew what that meant when I got home. So, if my parents got any type of report from a teacher from me, I was getting it at the house. And so, there was like, not really like a fear of my teacher, but I had a respect for my teacher. So, it wasn't like... I was well. You knew it was consequences for any action. Yeah, action. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, it was. I wasn't trying to. I want. I mean, I wasn't trying to go to no principal's office. My principal was scary at Glen Hills Middle School. So I was like, I wasn't trying to go to the office. Like I wasn't trying to do none of that. And then the assistant principal knew my parents, so that was another thing. So I was like, I wasn't trying to go that route either. So it was well, just, it makes sense. It's almost like a t- stop sign. Like anybody's scared to pass a stop sign, but you know you might get a ticket, so you just don't do it. Yeah. So it makes sense. And that's, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a scared thing, but you had respect for one, but you also knew, like, if I do this, this is going to happen. Yeah. I don't want this to happen, so I'm just going to Yeah, I'm just that. like, mm. Now, I think... S- simple math, if you ask me. Simple yeah, math. absolutely. <laughs> so I just I just wasn't really trying to get it at home. I mean, I to be honest, when I was in elementary school, I had a little bad period in third grade. It was horrible. Um, so I got I got it at home a lot because, I, you know, I was acting out. Um so I wasn't trying to, you know, when you get older, it's not cool how your parents come up there and whoop you at the school. So you know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to have that in, in middle school. So that, that wasn't happening. So but well just just, just in, in that regards, um yeah, I, I will go there later, but Well, yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say it's because some things we got we could touch on as far as why that why that may happen. And they can't see the video. Long story short, more people have seen that so I listened to Python seen the video already. Teacher only pushed them really. But I'm not, I'm, not trying to, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to downplay it. Yeah. He pushed him pretty hard, but I'm just saying he pushed him. Uh, he didn't punch him, you know, open fist, none of that stuff. Pushed him. The students seemed to be in his face, all that stuff, or whatever. But I say had to say this. Like you said, when you was, when you was younger, or oh, when you were third grade, you know, it wasn't cool at, at, the certain, at a certain time to have your parents come up and beat you at the school. Mm-hmm. It never was cool, actually. That's just that, that's that's out there. But it's less embarrassing the younger you are. I remember being in first grade. It was a, a guy was a pastor too, so mm-hmm. was no, I don't. I just, I just remember him. Look, I, I always, he always looked mean to me after this. It's a dude named Christian in my first grade class. His dad came up there. I can see he's acting. I can't remember what he did. Just some some silly stuff. Beat him in front of the class. Mm-hmm. First time I ever seen somebody get whooped in front of the class. Be there first, second, third, or fourth. I never forgot it. I remind him every year that he got his behind whooped in first grade, right? But what I'm saying is he's still bad. So and this is probably a, a horrible example. But long story short, I feel like he was bad, but he knew what was going to happen now. He knew consequences, right? Today's world, you you come up there and you you just you discipline your child, you might go to jail. You you come up there trying to help the teacher or trying to help the you know, the students because the teacher gonna call you and say, hey, your student be your your, your son being disruptive, your daughter being disruptive. If you come up there and discipline your child nowadays, you might leave in handcuffs. Yep. So I said to say, not, once again, I'm not on nobody's side here. Cause I'm gonna let the, the the court handle that. We're gonna break it down, break it down, but. It's hard for me to even, it's hard to be upset with what I saw based on what I know of today's society. Absolutely. It's very hard to be upset. And I want to 
bring up some other videos. A couple months ago, there was a video where a student pulled up the teacher's wig. I don't know if you remember that video. Mm-hmm. Pulled the wig off and just ran. Right? Mm-hmm. I can't picture nobody in my family that's allowing that. Like, right. even teacher not. Like, that, it's, just, it's certain things you just don't do. But I remember the student that pulled it off wasn't the one recording. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The student recording. Like, another, like that video. Yeah. Laughing. Everybody else laughing. But the minute I push a student, it's not, it's not funny. Well, now I'm the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it because I've been waiting on this. Um, So here's my here's my thought. First of all, uh, just to also clarify or update, uh, this is according to WJBF News Channel 6 here in Augusta. Um, the teacher has been charged with simple battery following the investigation. So um, to me, listen, I, I I have worked with children. Um, I I used to um, I did it one year. I did the the summer camp um, in at Beulah Grove, and let me t- I, I I after that I was like yeah no nah, I can't be no teacher because I had because I had uh, first grade through eighth grade so basically I had each day I would have like different classes come to my room I, I taught drama or whatever. And don't let me tell you, those middle schoolers, like this, a whole new breed. Like this, 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 it's a whole new breed. Because again, I, and I can't speak for people. I don't live in their homes, but from what I'm seeing, it's the respect is not being taught in the homes. So if it's not being taught in the homes, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna apply at school. They don't know how to respect their elders. So of course they're gonna come in all rotted, rotted or whatever, and 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 being disrespectful. So. To me, when I saw the video, because from what I understand, too, the, the, it was stuff happening before that. I guess the kid has been previously disrespectful um, before that video yeah, or whatever. Like, I, and obviously, that video's not being shown. Yeah. Right? And that's, I hate I hate. I hate yeah, that. that's I, only I, a little bit of that. it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, and I, I got to tip my hat off to these teachers, the educators, because I don't see how y'all do it. It's a, it's a lot. And to me, everybody has their limit. And at the end of the day... I'm not about to let this little middle schooler keep pushing me. Like that's not gonna happen. Like I don't understand why how you think that's okay that you your child can run up on an adult and push on them. So I'm glad you said that. One thing I I, I always and and this I'm we gonna we could we could change stories to tell you that too. I always think that reason why I think school is so important is not so much what I learn in the books in school, but it's so much what I learn about imitating life. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could just say something small. Like, I know growing up and being in middle school, a lot of kids that's bad, right? They out hung around. Two, they dead or in jail right now. Mm. Some of them out, they made, jail might have tra- made it helped them, but it's almost like at, at school, people go to detention what, 20 times? Mm. They be good for a week. That's, 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 that's what they're doing. People I grew up with, that's what they're doing now. They be good for a little while, go to jail. Good for a while, go, you know, it's, same, it's a repetitive thing. Mm-hmm. So, it, it comes a time where you, you realize that, okay, school is teaching you about life, and that's how it goes, right? So, I remember being younger at fifth grade. It was me and two other guys, my best friend at the time. They were bad. I was I wasn't I was, I was bad, but I was a smart kid. So like I always didn't stand out stand out with them. But mm-hmm. they were because they always into stuff. I remember us three walking somewhere, and a teacher that a real cool teacher at the time, like really hard but really cool, grabbed us all up. Said we did something we didn't do, but we got in trouble for it. But they ended up finding who did it, whatever. Long story short, I, I, I realized that day. Okay, the company you keep can really mess with you because mm-hmm. the fact that I never been in trouble before, but I was in big trouble. Saying I, I pulled the fire alarm, all this stuff. They were talking about handcuffing us and going to jail. Yeah. Be 10 years old. But because I was hanging with two, two people that always did bad stuff, tell me, okay, well, look, man, you can do what you want to do, but this 
keep the company around you. Mm-hmm. School told me that. You know, so I didn't have to go go to jail first for that and none of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I always was upset by the teacher with how he handled it. Like he just grabbed us, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This that, and third. But I started thinking, I said, Well, like I always I'm like, well, I wonder how many times that he that my two friends that he stopped them from doing stuff or noticed them doing stuff in whatever the case may be, right? It's no it's it's no cushion for the teacher. The teacher can stop this kid from being bad every day. He like that's not his job, but he come and do. He's all his job is to teach, but he got to stop him being bad every day. All this stuff that they're in the school. Let that kid come back to school every single day. Yeah, suspend him every single day. The teach you tell his parents they ain't answering the phone no more. So now you got to deal with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then the minute you do something, you get arrested. You 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 lose your job. So it's like it's okay to put me in an environment where this this I, I have to deal with this. Mm. But the moment I I might slip up, or you know what I'm saying. I, you know, and I will say that. We didn't say bye to Charlotte. It's an hour. Oh, we'll, it's all good. We'll keep going. Bye. Um, so, um, <laughs> hey, hopefully it was getting good. So maybe, maybe they can listen to You know what I'm saying? They should know by now. But um, shout out to 528 and all that. You know what I'm saying? But maybe, I, I, I look at it. I just said like this. I think a lot of times in this situation like this, I would look at it as I want to speak to the parent in that situation of that, of that kid. And a kid, I want to know: are they, are, they, are, they, are they even acting like victims of the situation right now, or mm. is the mom saying like, "That's what you get"? And I feel like, like you said, I don't, I'm not in the house. So I'm, I'm not going to say that they don't have respect because I grew up with people that had respect, and you, you, you probably have people like that. Mm. They got respect. They leave the house. They a whole different person. Like mm. they, 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 you been to church? They, they, they one way. They leave church, heathen. Like I don't know what's going on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But what I will say is that. Uh, I lost my point, I think. Okay, no, no, I'm sorry. What I will say is that I did lose my point. That's yeah, okay. I lost it. Yeah, it's okay. I lost but it. that's what I'm here for. So I hopefully we can bring it back. Because yeah, I think I, you, you was on a roll. You I was, was I was on something. Doing I, just, it. I can't I can't think what it was. It's, it's gonna come. It's gonna come in the name of Jesus, it's gonna come. Okay, so <laughs> for me, um when I was in Eglin Hills, I was in middle school again, I was telling you I was trying to fit in different things like that. Um, you know, there was an instance where I did get in trouble. And like you said, that doesn't mean my parents didn't raise me correctly. Right, right, right. They raised me correctly, but you get to school and it's like you're trying to be this whole different person trying to fit in. It's like, but I, I got that butt taken care of, though. So when I realized, okay, I can't do that. So I think, again, just in that. Just, but did your parents ever, like, even though they, they, they disciplined you? That's what I was going to say. They disciplined you. Mm-hmm. I think today's parents, they are settling with the fact that they, their child is going to be bad in school and they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. They, they still open them and stuff. And I know because I, I'm cool with people that's, that's parents, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I know my son," but, but it's like, it's, that's that's fine to say you know that, right? But don't don't brush it off like it's just something that, you know, what I'm saying that's something that, that that's okay. Here's the thing. Okay, so the the thing for me is I feel like words have power. So if you continue saying my son is bad, that's just how he is, or my daughter is fat. He's hearing that he'll, he, he that's my, what I'm saying. Mom that, that, bad. I don't care. They conform. I'm call they, your mom. So she know. I don't care. Yeah, they're conforming to that. So they, like I said, if you keep saying my child bad, my child bad, that's what they're gonna be. So at the end of the day, you have to choose your words wisely. And, I, and, I, and to me, again, I'm not speaking for this child's parent or whatever, but just in general, because what I'm seeing now is a culture of parents aren't disciplining their children. Mm. Parents are being friends with their kids versus being parents. Mm. That's what I'm seeing. So it's like because. And I'm not, I said, I'm not necessarily saying you have to whoop your kids. I mean, whatever works for your 
situation yeah, exactly. that's Punish what works for something. you you know but something there needs to be some form of discipline it can't just be all right johnny don't do that again you know or or it could, it can't be all right keisha don't do that again you know it got to be it got to be some form of discipline so where they know because the world if you don't get the discipline while you under 18 when you get over 18 oh the real world will discipline you yeah. and it could be you either in handcuffs or you are you in the grave yeah, so true. i just feel like with this situation and I know a lot of people. I read. I was reading the article, or whatever, and people with parents were saying, "What well, the, the the teacher should have put his hands on the child, and you know, the teacher should have lost his job and everything, all this other stuff." I, 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 to me, honestly, if I was a parent, it's twofold. So let's so you have some. You just have some really crappy teachers. Yeah, I'm not gonna say this because I had an experience where. No, you're right. Um, you wanted something. Yeah, I had an experience where the teacher, um. I was in line, and the teacher grabbed me and pushed me against the wall. Right, I didn't do nothing. I was I literally didn't do anything, but it pushed me against the wall, and I think my head hit the wall. And so I told my parents, I was like, because the t- I didn't do nothing wrong, I wasn't acting up, and so of course my mom was like, had to handle that situation. Now that situation is different versus you having a child that's constantly being disruptive. Constantly being disrespectful, constantly being disobedient, and then also too, the child is getting up in the in the teacher's face, and like you saying, um, you had you said people pulling wigs off, and you cussing the teacher out, and he's like, I'm gonna kill you, and all this other stuff. It's like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you got you got videos where the, the kids are putting their hands on the teacher. Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's, I, I'm gonna be first. If I got, if it's gonna become the fist and blows. You're not getting me first. I'm I sorry. saw I saw a video. I remember a video where the the, the girl slapped the teacher, yeah, the girl, exactly, the female yeah. teacher. I'm like, what is this? Like, so it's like, and you. But this thing, we see it, so they see it as well. So they seeing all this stuff. Like you, you trying to control a classroom of 30 kids or yeah. whatever can be. They all disruptive, and then. And that's why I don't like like you got that and in schools like that you got the one bad kid that one bad kid can influence two bad two two other kids they never really bad but they gonna do it because he doing it yep. now that's three kids them two gonna influence two more people now that's you know it's like you got so many kids and now you get like six bad kids out of thirty they you break them up you know what I'm saying like that's gonna ruin the whole class now everybody laughing joking this that and third yeah. and you, you lose the classroom but I to your point you mentioned that you said you got some crappy teachers right so. I look at it like this. It's how it's how I can look at the situation in in one in one instance is this. Would I prefer the teacher? Because you have some you say you got video of teachers just sitting there while the class is going crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there back like they're just chilling, like, right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like they saying they asking the, the kids to be quiet, they're not saying nothing, they're throwing stuff at them. I, I, I've had some nightmares, some horror stories of, of Substitutes we had, but throwing stuff out and doing this, that, and third. That's and awesome. you got some subs that just like they just sit there, okay, well, cool. They, 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 that paper hit them, you know what I'm saying? They're just gonna sit there, cool, but they don't care about the kids, they just care about their job. Mm. So here you have a, a teacher, but I, I don't know the, the whole backstory, I'm not gonna say, but I'm just using that example as, and I'm pretty sure there are other examples like it. That, um, who's to say that he don't care about that kid personally, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hate to, hate, hate to say it, but sometimes you need something to to get you to tell you that this is hey I Absolutely. care about you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like this is about it's kid, it's, t- it's students that actually just say people are dumb. They don't want any, they ain't saying you're dumb, but they gotta hurt you some way to kind of get through to you. You know what I'm saying? Because they care about you. Because some teachers ain't gonna say nothing at all. I Dude, think the problem they're gonna let you fail because they're gonna let you learn in real life. Yeah. When you're 18 and you go to jail. I knew you were gonna go to jail. I, I, I knew something wrong with you. Yeah. Some, some, some teachers just care. That's I, I think the problem too, and just again, it just go uh, to me. I think I have to revert it back to the parents. I think 
parents, the problem is parents expect teachers to parent their kids. Mm, preach. Teachers are not parents. They're not your child's parents. You are the parent. It all starts at home. So you want the, the teacher to not only teach them, educate them, but you also want them to be your babysitter. You also want them to be the parent. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not their job. It's funny you say babysitter because I think sometimes too, and that's a good point you brought up because what happened is sometimes them schools, them teachers, they do make attempts to call a parent like, hey, can you come get your son? Mm. Hey, can, can you come get your daughter? And when y'all don't do that, now I'm forced to deal with it because I got 29 other students I got to teach yeah. and this one want to disrupt. Well, first of all, also too, I, I say it with the individual behavior, I say it to parents, but also too in the whole um, scheme of things of the school system, classrooms are overcrowded. Like yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying? Like how do how do you expect a teacher to influence these kids and be a good teacher if you got a classroom of forty people? There's no way. And you know, one thing I say too, kind of somebody, somebody probably mention this, like why not kick why why not just take the kid out and have him go to ISS? But to me, that's how you got so many kids, and I know it's on a tangent, but that's how you got so many kids okay with being on probation and stuff like that. Mm. That's what ISS that's what ISS is to them in, in real life. Probation. I'm just. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. I ain't doing no real time. I'll be in class next week. ISS. I'll be in class next week. ISS. I'll be in class next week. So all like they going to ISS, but they go back to class because they. That, that, that's, it's that's, not that's, doing that's, nothing. That's, that's, it's, that's it. That's all you do. This, ISS go to class. I think the the sad thing, the future for this situation, unfortunately, is going to end up happening is you're going to have um, police officers eventually. I'm talking like actually placed in the class or placed in the hallway or whatever. And then, unfortunately, you got these trigger-happy police officers who are going to use this example, use this situation to start shooting people. Because, because again, it's because they're fearing for their life. But, you know, and that's another thing. We, we, I, we me and you, we, we, we both look at situations both sides. On a police standpoint, and that's why sometimes, I, I don't agree with what they do, don't get me wrong, but I do be feeling like the police see these videos sometimes. They, they know how people feel about them. So they they already have this kind of like on on edge on guard thing, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, right? So that's why you gotta be mindful of what you're doing because that's, that's like a teacher, they're gonna be on edge. So uh, if I'm a teacher and somebody get close to me or get up on me, I'm making sure I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to be on a video either. I'm not trying to get knocked out by no student. I'm trying to get hit by no student, nothing. Of that. So I have to make sure I don't do it. So I think the cop have the same thing. You got cops getting choked out by people sometimes or body slammed by people sometimes. I ain't trying to be the, the, the joke of the force. I ain't trying to kill nobody either, but I ain't trying to yeah, be the joke yeah, of the force. Nah, I so, I mean, like I said, go back to the teachers. I'm not trying to have no kid hit on me. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's a no. Or, like, or disrespect me in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah, when, like, I, I, yeah, when I taught at Beauty Grove, that wasn't happening for my class. We, we weren't doing it. It was literally, all right, you can go see uh, Dr. Whatever. But these kids, they, they, they Dr. Welch, that's, like, that's what the principal they, they was. They saying, F you. Suck my... Like, they, they, they really, they going that level. Yeah. Because they feel untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They feel, and they or they feel like whatever you can do is not gonna be enough. Anyway, what you gonna do? Send me ISS. I'll be back next week and I'm gonna be worse. Yeah. And also too, what's also sad is too you got some of these kids they bring guns to school too. So it's like you gotta be fearful for your life. You don't know you might say something to these kids and they pull out a gun from the book bag and shoot you. It's like it's yeah. just this this whole generation is it's a whole different breed. And again, I, uh, I don't know. So, I don't know what the solution would be. Actually, honestly, let's 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 speak and put ourselves in a certain position, right? Um, let's let's first let's let's do this. This wasn't my my goal, but we got time, so we could do it. Let's put ourselves in kid position first. So, in, in in this kid position, right? At this point, what, 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 what as you as a kid, what's going through your mind at this point? This happened to you, but let's just say for the sake of the argument, let's say that you know you was a troubling kid. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You already knew that. So you've been doing this that Zen third. Now it's to the point where you this teacher may lose his job because of somebody recording him pushing you. Mm-hmm. Like what, what's your mindset at? And what, and what would your parents have said to you back then? Mm, that's a great question. Um, if I was a troubling child, um, first of all, I would definitely, I'd probably still be amped because of the fact that it's recorded. So I already know, I know that the teacher is going to, something bad happen to the teacher. So I'm, I'm going to probably amp it up even more. Mm-hmm. So, instance, there's an instance, be transparent. I had an instance in third grade. I was being bad. The teacher put her hand in my face. <laughs> it's not funny. But it's, it's laughing, it's so he, he laughs at not funny. <laughs> no, it's not. Because, but when I think about it, I'm like, man, come on, Carlton, chill, chill. But the teacher did like this, and so the, the, her hand like hit my head, and so I got up. I said, "I'm gonna sue you." I'm gonna, like, I was just like, going, I was acting cra- like a Tasmanian devil. I was acting crazy. <laughs> so to put myself in this child, this Glenn's middle school child's position, that's probably what I would. It's probably amping up even more. Yeah. But I think. With my parental situation, I would definitely got it at home. Oh, mm-hmm. and I would have got a whooping from my mom, my dad, my grandparents were living at the time, so I probably got a whooping from my grandma, uh, my auntie Barbara probably would whoop me too. So I would have got it. I definitely would have got it because takes, takes a village because I wasn't raised that way. Yeah, yeah. So for me to be acting up, that's one of those situations where my parents raised me correctly, but I'm acting in a whole different way at school. Mm-hmm. So that's probably would have been me. You at, think your parents would have? Try to do something to maybe let the teacher keep his job or spoke to him or say something on his behalf. See, that's a, that's out. an interesting question. I think my parents have to answer that question because I don't know what what they would do. Because, okay, so for the instance, when the teacher put a hand in my face, even though I was in the wrong, my mom was like, she shouldn't have put your hand in your but face. Now, now I agree so, with that. That's why, that's why I ask that question because I feel yeah. like, now, regardless of what I'm saying, I do know laws are laws, right? Right, right. You can be very passionate, but you just can't get tricked out of your position. Mm. And so, if I, if I waited to the end of what we talk about it, to, to, I know we had our own opinion, but end day, you know, you, you can't put your hands, <laughs> you just can't put your hands on a kid. Because what, what we just said, you can't do it. Um, would I have pushed them? No, I'm getting, getting their face. Probably not. When I was younger, did, did teachers do that? Yes, they they did do that. But you know what? We didn't have cameras either. With no camera phones. Mm. They did it because they knew that they knew they knew they can get away with it. So teacher putting a hand in your face, technically speaking, let's say you had lied about stuff, whatever. Your parents probably be like, now you lying, crying, whatever. Maybe you know what I'm saying, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't, so that's cool. But technically speaking, it's hard to get that teacher to lose her job because mm, there's no evidence of it. Exactly. Yeah. But now you have to you have to arrest this man. I hate to say it, you have to because it's on social media, like everybody's yeah. seeing it. So you can't be like, no, nah, we ain't see it. Because now I'm gonna just show you. Like now we now now what can we do? So you have to do something yeah. anyway. So I think teachers gotta be more mindful of the fact that these kids got phones. Like 10 years old, seven years, they yeah. got phones. He's a, the thing, uh, but the thing with that, like I said again, I'm not, I'm not I'm, it's hard. I, I don't I'm not even gonna pick a side. I'm not picking a side on this issue, on this issue. What I can say is this, I don't like the fact that people are really going in on this teacher because yeah, you don't know what if, you, if that was you you don't know what you would do in that situation it's easy for you to say you i won't put my hands on no kid because you're not supposed to if a child is constantly disrespecting you and if a child especially if it is especially if it's not your child and they put their hands on you mm-hmm. like your instinct is going to to push them back i mean like it's just it's just certain things that 
you don't know what you would do unless you're in that situation. So I, to me personally, I can't even fault this teacher. Um, from what I understand, um, somebody that I know knows him personally and that he really cares about his students. But it's just one of those situations where you he, he looked was passionate to me. He, he was constantly being disrespected. I mean, he just looked he looked he just looked passionate to me. And I think that you gotta think he pushed him. He could have punched him. He, he could, you know, what I'm saying he could have did anything. He could have hit him. Or he just pushed him. And a lot of time, you, you you've been upset before uh-huh. all the time. You know what I'm saying? If you but some, you went to somebody, like my brother and sister. If I'm fighting my brother, right, and I'm, and I'm younger, and, and he, I'm, I'm, I'm six years older than him, so obviously if I'm 12, he's six, he can't really mess with me. But if he's my face and I'm pissed off at him, I'm just going to push him. I'm not going to punch him in his face. Mm. I love him, so I'm not, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So you do a strong push because you're passionate about the person. You know what I'm saying? You just you want them to get out your face so you want them to know I'm not playing. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I saw. I, like I said, to me, legally-wise, yeah, I understand that why he had to get arrested. Right. Me personally, I think that that's why you really – and, it's, and it's, it sounds bad because there's so many instances where you need that because some teachers do do wild stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it has to be some kind of rule on these phones thing, you know what I'm saying? But nowadays, the way, way it goes, whether you see it or not, she could put that on Facebook and she could just go by her day. Yeah. Or, or whoever will scream or whoever record it, you know what I'm saying? These kids got fast access now. It's not, it's not only that it's phones, it's new day and age, social media. She could just be going live. You go live, that's it. You can't take that back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You live, that's it. It's, it's a lot of things that go into it, I, but I do feel like, as a teacher, um, you, I mean, I, but it, it sucks to say this, but I'm like a cop, all that stuff. You can't, you got to think, you sign, even though you didn't sign up to be you know, bad children, Yeah. as a cop, you don't sign up to uh, have to chase a criminal, but you know you might have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So as a teacher, you don't sign up to have a bad kid, but how many am I, how many am out there? And then you got Glen Hills Middle. I mean, you gotta just you, you, when you go there, you gotta kind of know where you are going. Glen Hills Middle is a whole different situation from when I went. I just want to just oh, it's, it's a whole, definitely whole different. Oh, I don't know the school, but whatever school from that from that movie where it was all bad. I forgot the substitute. That's, mm-hmm. that's the substitute. Glen Hills Middle is, is very bad. Um, but I, and like you said, for that particular school, am I blaming the parents? I'm not gonna. Like I said, I want to. Falsely accused of, uh, right. but I will say it's the environment they in, and I know I know the neighbors around there, so I know what go on in the mm. neighborhood. I know who they look up to in them neighborhoods. You know, mm. what I'm saying I know what's being, what's what's what's, what's the what's the fun stuff to do in neighborhoods. What's gotcha. fun is not what's gonna be fun in school. Gotcha. So at the end of the day, yeah, they, they, it's it's a taught behavior. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna disrespect you because that's what's cool. It's cool to disrespect you, so I'm gonna be cool. And now you since you lost your cool, you're not out of a job, so. It's, it's a and crazy what you, you going to do to me? Because I'm going to still be here. Yeah. If I slap you, I'm going to still be here. Yeah. If I spit on you, I'm going to still be here. You you, you got to take it. You know why? You want that 33000 a month? That 33000 a year they're giving you. Well, I'm sure the teachers are happy that summer vacations is around the corner. Cause... That's, the, and that's another thing that it gives me. It's like, it's the end of the year. Like, you don't know how long he's been dealing with it. Maybe yeah. since the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel, I feel it's, it's sympathy there for the teacher. Don't right. get me wrong. Whether I agree with it or not, because um, I don't know what I would have done in the situation. I could, I would have probably pushed him too. Like I've, I've, I've done that push before, where you just like, yo, like relax. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just, you just lose it for a second. Yeah. Um, but even then, like he didn't do nothing. I mean, he pushed him. To just, you know, he tried to take him out of the classroom. I just think that it amplified the screaming in the video. Yeah, that all was... that stuff. It, it amplified it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it sucks because like you try to do the, the best you can. It's like I, I just it could have been a student that you like that you that you never. Like, technically speaking, how he lost a job is not what he did. It's the fact that we can see what it he was did. recorded, right? It's, you get, like you, you said, it's, it's something you have to do something after that. But I, was, I just pray for our teachers, and I just pray that 
you know, again, hats off to them, to you guys, because, yeah, y'all y'all are really the MVPs, and y'all definitely should be paid more but for I, what you do. Something you said earlier, it, it kind of um, brought a point, or uh, made me think about something, too. Some parents do look at school as uh, the babysitter. Yeah, because I've heard uh, people like, I know, I know some good moms, but like some people I don't think are good moms, people might be like, hey, uh, don't don't call me. I mean, from this time, this time, he yours, not mine. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa. If you get, but so let me ask you this: Back in the day, I, I heard that you could hit kids in school. Yes. Should they go back to that? No, I don't agree. That. I don't agree with that either. I, I see so. you talking about that now. I don't agree with that. Cause I feel like you got to think. Any instance, in all in all instances, we all human, so things gonna happen. People abuse that. Yeah. Nope. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I, I don't want to pick my kid up. And they got a whip on their face, or they got like a, a bruise right. because they didn't sit down when you said sit down. Yeah, nah. I don't give my kid a bruise when I say sit down. She'll sit down. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna do what I gotta do for her to sit down, mm. but I'm not giving her no bruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think that should be in place. Um, I don't know. Something has to happen. But I'm gonna jump into this next story real quick because I think this is important to talk about. This breaking news, but um, talk about your boy Jason Mitchell from The Shy. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Basically, if you guys don't know what's going on with that, um, he basically is facing uh allegations of inappropriate behavior. He uh, has been reportedly this is according to Deadline. He's been dropped from his agency UTA and um his management, authentic talent, and literary management. He was dropped from the Netflix movie which he was the lead, Desperados, and he was dropped from The Shy. So but I think the shy thing they said that they haven't they they assuming that they haven't got word from the actual director or writer yet. Well, I'm reading the updated story. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. They, it says that he's I mean updated as far as I mean I don't know they could change their minds. It could be another justice situation. We don't know. But as of right now, he's definitely has been um, allegedly according to his report, he's no longer be a part of the shy. Well, initial thoughts on that for you. I'm I'm saddened because you just thought you just thought you just got I into just the thought, shot. <laughs> I just it's not I just started watching the shot and his character is my favorite character. Mine's too. So I'm like, dang, mine's too. Like, no, he's my favorite Come character. On, Brandon? Like, yo, I, I call him Brandon no. too. Like, I say it'd, it'd be funny, but I call him Brandon too. Um, what what I we could break that down. So what I will say is that my initial thoughts are like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But then I remember last week, I, I just brought a big boy big boy earlier about interviews and stuff. I watched his interview, Jason Mitchell interview on Big Boy. Even his story. You know how he got the role with a shy? I think um, he seen a lady in, in, the, in the airport. Mm. And he said that they just prayed together because they knew each other was. They said, we're going to work together. He's like, let's pray on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They prayed together. Boom. He on a shy. I just said, I just say like, I just wonder what he could have done. So I had to well, start making some uh uh, uh, suggestions. I can only, my, my, I think it has to be something with a woman and Me Too movement kind of thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. According to some of his reports um, that I read, basically from the his co-star from the show, the one that plays his girlfriend, she filed, and she was saying that um, he was just uh, some sexual misconduct, sexual harassment. <laughs> Um, it was even to the point that her boyfriend, who apparently is on, I guess, Dear White People, her actual real-life boyfriend, had to come to the set to shoot, like, when she had to shoot scenes with him, mm-hmm. that he, her boyfriend would be there. So that way, so she would feel more comfortable. What I don't like about this story is the fact that I know it's true because the shot ratings aren't down. They're actually higher than, they, than they've ever been. So it's not a, a ploy to get ratings. 
But boy, I'm ready for next season. I mean, next episode. But I will say this: now I gotta go back and watch the other one to see how they're interacting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause now I gotta. I want to. I've noticed. I I noticed because I watch again. I've been watched, so I noticed from season one to season two. I did less, notice there were less yeah. scenes with them together. Martin Gina. Yeah. Not, not, not as much. Not though, that. Yeah. That that Martin Gina thing was just weird. But every but, time yeah. they around, it's, it's arguing. But that's what I'm saying. Why? 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 Like, <laughs> I hate to say like why I take them off. Nah, I know it's sound messed. Up. It's gonna sound messed up, right? Just but I don't like her character. I don't like her character. Okay. Once she would have filed, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna let you go. I know it sound bad. I know it sound bad to let her go. But um, yeah, man, the shot's a good show, man. I feel like it had, it had some longevity too. So um, I'm trying to find if he's not in it though, I don't want to watch it. I want to. I'm trying to find it. I want to read the actual, but we can still talk about it or whatever. Um, yeah, I just like I said again, I feel bad. I, I mean. I just she's I, pretty though. I'm speaking as a fan. I feel bad because again, I I really want this guy to win. I had posted. I posted that when I started watching. I said I really want to work with this guy. I think he's amazing. Like it's and just it, and it, my the thing is, it has to be serious because this is why it has to be serious. Not because he got shot dropped from the shot, but it's serious because your agency dropped you. Yeah, both so that of them. that means that so not only is it probably some kind of me too sexual misconduct kind of thing. That means that it's. Overwhelming evidence to where your agency like, look, we can't even back you on this. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you when you as, as a and you you, you know the picture you dealt with people that that's in this in this field and stuff like that. When your agency dropped you, it drops you. That means it's serious. Oh yeah, because they they nine times out of ten, especially with the year he having and, and all the um, roles he had coming up, they they want that money they getting for 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 for, for, for um, you know being your agency, right? Representing you. So when they drop you, that tells me that it's. Not only is it is a, is a is a high level of seriousness, but it's a high level of uh, evidence against you as well. Stuff they can't they can't they can't maneuver around. Yeah, imagine that. I had to bring him up. R. Kelly. He didn't even get dropped when the sex tape came out. He didn't even get dropped. So your agency left you. So I, that just tell me that whatever evidence is like super 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 overwhelming. She must got receipts, 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 probably video footage. I don't know. You know but what I'm saying? the thing is, it's like with that situation, she's not the only person though that I guess filed, like I said, against Ben. And it's not mm. just it's not just sexual misconduct. It's like I think it was just like just misconduct, period. Like on different sets. Cause like the movie he supposed to be like I said was Desperado, the next place. He got dropped from that too. And it was like it was accordingly men uh reporting too. So like I guess just, just oh, probably just probably fighting and stuff, fighting and different things about. like that. So, so you know what that brings me back to? What's up? That 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 video of him on an airplane. <laughs> mm. Remember that? You remember that video? He's time for when you go home watch it. Okay, it's a video of him on an airplane. I think it's United Airlines. I don't know what it is, but anyway, he's spazzing out because I guess they didn't think he was in first class. Oh, at this point, he he ready to play easy and comp, you know, minutes and count or whatever. So he's spazzing out. But I mean spazzing, spazzing, like like really spazzing out. So now you said Miss Connor, I think I go back to that video, I'm like, yep, yeah, I can see it. Mm. And he said, when I say he spazz, he cursing everybody out. Wow, yeah, so, I, didn't, I need to make sure I yeah. watch that. I mean, watch that video. That's why I can't, I can't find it. When he came to the Breakfast Club, I, mean, I remember they asked him about it um, a few times. Go back and watch the interview Breakfast Club and stuff. He talked about it too a few times. Um, yeah, but saddened by it, yes, because... No, I only talk about a few shows. So when I start, when I have to get into one, I want it to last. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. When shows uh, have to do like character changes or somebody dropping, whatever, 
it does anticipate things because you wonder how it's going to go without the person. But the fact that this is like the, the character that I watch it for, I like the development of, one of the most well-rounded characters on the show. Which don't get me wrong, there's other good characters on the show, so I'm probably still watch it. But it makes you wonder if it can still be as good without him on the show. Right, right, right. Because him, you got to think, why, why, why you even get first captivated to the show? His brother dies and it's him. Mm-hmm. So you get you you, you sympathize with his character because he really loved his brother. Right. All the flashbacks, his brother. And then you always happen you see the brother because like, yo, he was really a cool brother. You and know then what also saying? too, he's forming a bond with Emmett, and yeah, he's forming a yeah. bond with the young cat. Yeah. Right? He's a, and, and on the show, he's a good guy. Like he, yeah. he probably one of the only good characters on the show. Like he like he hasn't done anything bad besides sleep with that man's wife. Mm-hmm. Even then, he didn't. He probably didn't want to do it, but circumstances, you know, yeah. whatever. I, I'm feeling bad for him now that he lost that. Um, uh, you watch any episodes? You, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Ooh. I'm caught up. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, for the bad now, he lost that 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 to his own recipe. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm that's upset. crazy. But now it's hard to be upset. I'm like, come on, man. You so acting I, like Emmett out here. So I found the report. Was, this is according to the shade room. I was trying not to go to the shade room, but I know it's all good. Yeah. Get shady. Get shady. <laughs> Basically, uh, the, the actress is Tiffany Boone. Is according to the shade room, a source says that Tiffany Boone, who plays Jerica, um. Who uh, is his girlfriend on the shy? Basically, said reportedly made repeated complaints of sexual harassment and allegedly felt so unsafe with Jason that at times her fiance, dear white people actor Mikey Richardson, came yeah, to him. set when he shot. Came to set when she shot scenes with him, and then Tiffany declined to comment on the matter. And the source also said that Tiffany ultimately informed producers that she could no longer work with Jason. Initially, he was retained while she was released at her request to pursue other projects. Hmm. Oh, uh, so now that story, nah, I get it now. Nah, 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 now I feel like I know what happened. So re- so listen to what you just read, and I, I'm not saying this right or wrong. I'm not saying this wrong, I mean, because she do what she want to do. But I feel like this, they chose to keep him, let her go. And then it seemed like I don't know. Maybe she just you know. Maybe she you know she uh you know put some put, put some stuff out there in the atmosphere. Because mm, it seemed like it seemed like they let, they let her go. They said, okay, well go ahead do your thing. You I can't run together. Mm. But now if he getting dropped, it seemed like she might have you know put some put some things out there in the ether. Maybe maybe her career wasn't going how she wanted to go. Mm. It says other actors on the series also were said to have had problems with Jason, but it's unclear what finally led to the studio to act on the allegations. So. Hey man, what other actresses though? It could be Emmett, baby mama. She looked pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was fine. I forgot. I'm just. I'm thinking that one was fine. Yes. I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking that her character, uh, Jerica, was only only one, the only main person on there. Oh no, nah, you got the main you got, woman. You got a few, I guess. I mean, not, nobody know crazy. You know. What I'm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm thinking. About, I'm thinking about only the scenes Brandon has. I'm not thinking gotcha. about like. Gotcha. Brandon doesn't interact with Emmett's baby mama. Brandon don't interact with. The 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 police lady. I'm just that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean on the show. Brandon, not Jason. Probably come on set like, oh, it's it's sexy today, right? It's not yours. I know. (laughs) I know. You tripping? You wilding? (laughs) You wilding? But you know, it's funny. Like you know how I always talk to you and ask you about when y'all have like sex scenes and stuff, boyfriend stuff, being Mm -hmm. there, all that stuff, all that stuff, and you always we always talk about it. Like that's funny. I always ask, but I feel like the dude because he's not. It's now he will be considered a real actor like the uh, Jason guy, but I do now I feel like I don't know I get the vibe that he might come to a, a scene that's not his like oh I know I'm just here to look I, now I feel like he might do that I don't know if that's that's protocol though uh, that's not 
if you're not if you're not supposed to be on I'm saying it might be different well I don't you you know you know what I mean I can't say it might be different if you're not supposed to be on set especially if you're doing those type of scenes those type of scenes are real intimate I mean you already have a a gang of people in there because you know with the Lighting lights and all, and all, all this other gotcha, stuff, but gotcha. yeah, most times actors request that only the people that's supposed to be there be there. You know, they have no extra people standing in there. Um, I just think to me, hey man, I got I, I got to let it come out first. Before I start judging my boy, man. I got to let it come out first. I, I, he need he need the Breakfast Club tomorrow. Yeah, he definitely needs to do that Breakfast uh, Breakfast Club interview. I need I need I need for it for sure. I need it. But I'm gonna say this: just this is just a lesson for independent actors, lo- local actors out there. Um, when the director says cut, that means cut. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta. Sound a little person. It, it's not. I'm just speaking truth. When someone, the director says cut, that's the end. There's no let's let's meet to rehearse. There is no let's talk about what we just did. No, it's over. So y'all, you, the, when the director says cut, the characters have have officially died at the, during that time, and you go <laughs> to be your real self and you move on with your life. Oh, you talking about that? I got you. I thought yeah. you were talking about like you said cut, but people still kissing on. Well, I guess you mean that too, but yeah, that's, I mean people I mean, still all kissing that. like at, at that moment, like all right, good, we done, and they just still going at it. I thought you meant like something like that. Like maybe it's a, it's a scene, but I, I guess you do in a sense. But I mean like right then and there, not like go home later. And I mean both. I know, I know. I, yeah. I, I kind of figured that. <laughs> I, I put I put those things together. Yeah, yeah. I mean both. Oh, good, good. We got time. We're going to talk about that. We're going to break it down. So, have you ever had a situation like this where, uh, I can't ask you that. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you that. Let me, let me, let me, re- let me reword it. Because I feel like, I feel like you, got, you got a certain amount of shows. I don't want you to answer a question where somebody can say, this is what you're talking about. Yeah. So, let me ask you a different question. I don't want to. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a little smart enough to know to ask you a, a different question. Got you. Okay. <clears throat> so... Let's say that uh, you got you got your show right, and it's a girlfriend boyfriend on the show. Mm-hmm. But let's say the guy in the show, or let's say one. Let me go use genders. I'm sorry. Let's say one love interest in the show. It's two love interests in, in the show. Gotcha. They got separate lives outside of in real life. Absolutely. But one of them just maybe wants maybe they feel something on set. Other person don't feel because mm-hmm. they're a real actor. They being professional. One of not being professional. What do you do if one comes to you and says, "Hey"? Uh, I don't know if I feel comfortable, blah, 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 because they not being, this person not being professional. Mm. What at that point does Carlton do, do for the next season that he's writing? Okay, there are three scenarios that could happen here. Good, let's go. All right, one scenario is that the one the actor, the two actors would never have scenes together ever again. Martin Gina. Yes. Okay. It depends on how crucial, it depends on the storyline, though. So storyline or depends on how, how, how crucial the, the evidence that she said. That she no, no, said no, 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 no. I mean, if the person's not comfortable, I'm not going to put them in a uncomfortable gotcha, situation. Gotcha. So it doesn't matter as far as how I'm going to handle it, as far as how I'm going to write it. Mm-hmm. It depends on the storyline. So if it's needed to where I need the two characters to still interact with each other, um, I would probably just change it. I'll rewrite it or whatever. Again, I would just not have the actors act together again, especially if the the one person's feeling very uncomfortable. Mm. Um, now well, let's say if it calls for a rewrite, let's say okay, let's say the them not having them together messes up the whole dynamic. I probably rewrite it to where either the person is killed off, the person that's not being professional, mm. have their character Punishment. killed off. Or have them move away. 
So okay. again, you still have not having the actors interact with each other ever again. So it's, so basically, the point what, is, what about a breakup? That too. Mm. But they can still be on there, but and, and really and really dislike each other. Yeah, but the it just, they just won't ever have scenes together. Got you. But I mean, it's it's. But they still be on set together. No, okay. no. Are you, are you, are you, are you good with it? You no, good no, 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 no. Um, I would definitely not do that. I think because again, it, it it messes up the energy of the whole production because you're just as a director, producer, or whatever. You're worried. You're worried about the whole environment. Right, right. So at the end of the day, I'm having to worry about this person who doesn't feel comfortable. You got the person that's the violator, and then you got the rest of the, of the cast that's going to be divided. They're going to be divided on either side. Mm. So it's like you have to decide what you want to do. Um, but for me, in this situation, if it's if the person is sexually harassing, I'm talking about like if the person obviously shows no interest and they're continuously sexually harassing the person, then of course that person has to go. They have, like, we can't we can't work with but you. But do no you more. okay? So let me ask you this: Do you that person comes to you? Mm. Do you say anything? You like, you, just, you, like, you just don't know. It's a change of plans. Do you alert this? Not alert the person, but tell the person. Do you tell that other person like, hey, um, we have to let you let you. Let, do you explain to them why what's being done is being done? I think, or do you uh, just not say anything at all? No, I think at first. Because um, you don't have an HR. You are the HR. I am everything. HR. I am definitely. Um, You're a director, producer, HR, you, I, writer, everything. Yeah, you definitely. The, uh, for me, I would first of all, like I said, again, I wouldn't put them together anymore. Like just If the person came to me and said, hey, I really don't want to shoot scenes with this person because I feel uncomfortable because X, Y, and Z, then I won't put them in that situation. I don't want anybody feeling uncomfortable. Um, so I would definitely not have them together anymore. Um, if the problem persists, where it's like well, you're mo- you're harassing multiple people, I'm like, first of all, initial conversation definitely needs to happen. Like, hey, you need to, you know, even on set, like you just have to be like, hey, yo, you can calm down, but you need to chill <laughs> out. But I, I, I just, I guess I, I'm not an actor, so people have to get, have to be told to calm down on set. Sometimes you have to tell them, yo, chill. Like we, you know, like calm relax. down, like being like. Too hyper, too horny, or just yeah, yeah, like just just oh, being wow. too like too aggressive, aggressive. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, you want to, you want. It's hard enough to shoot those type of scenes anyway, but you don't want you want to make sure it's a, a professional environment to begin with, so to so that everybody's comfortable. So definitely initial like, hey, yo, chill out, definitely happens, and then a conversation definitely needs to happen. Like, hey, you kind of you're doing too much. But if it persists, then I we can't we can't keep working like we can't keep doing it. But the thing I want the message I want to get across is like for people that are in the you know local hemisphere or the independent hemisphere, you can't take what you do like those type that type of behavior. It's not going to be accepted. You see that with all these actors that you know, especially you with the Me Too right movement now, happening. Yeah. You can't take that type of behavior and expect that to be acceptable when you get into the next level. Like you have to, so that needs to be nipped in the bud, like now, because I would hate for for somebody. Because for me, again, not excusing allegedly what Jason Mitchell did, but if it really did happen, I hate that story to happen to other budding actors because Jason Mitchell was just like really rising. You know what I'm saying? Like he was yeah. really just becoming into his own with in this industry, and then like now for. This stuff to happen. I put a post out this morning. I said, sometimes we could be our, our, our own worst enemy. We stand in our own way of our own greatness. People can see greatness in us, but if we don't see it within ourselves, what's the point? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna just sabotage everything that you do, 
then it's like you you're you're standing you're standing in your own way of your own greatness. And I just feel like sometimes we um we definitely stand in our own way a lot of times when it comes to different things. So we just have to be more mindful of our actions and be more mindful of what we're doing and just be um also just hold ourselves accountable and be more responsible of, our, of ourselves. This is an unfortunate situation. It's very it's very unfortunate. Um so and you I agree with you. Um and and with that so, what, what what's your stance on? And I'm pretty sure you probably mentioned it before. So, with an, with an allegation like that, I'm pretty sure it makes things complicated because you got rewrites. It, it changes the direction of a show, probably. If if the characters are that important to the show, for one, I'm pretty sure. So, what, do you, what what's your thoughts on if characters are on the show but decide to like like I know my job. Oh, because it's, it's a job, technically speaking. Mm-hmm. It, it, it ruined a business if people, if two people start to, to, to get romantic with each other. Mm. And then it's an issue. Mm. Because now, be here for business, but because y'all not getting along, it messed the business up. Because maybe, something, something small, mm-hmm. maybe your job calls for you to ask this person certain questions. Mm. And then they, the answer that person give you could help the business in certain ways or, you know, make sure everything run the float. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not asking each other questions. Business is messing up because you're not asking each other questions. Mm-hmm. you just going and doing what you're doing. Nobody on the same page. Y'all came in and we're together. We, you going this way, they going that way. It's like it's, it's so much issues surrounding yeah. and it's hurting the business now because right. y'all chose to have a, have a life outside of here and y'all, y'all bringing the issues back in here for some reason. Right. So what's your take on that? Like, what, what would be your take on that? And I'm asking for whether it's issues like not not, not so much now, but like what you and VPN. Cause I look at VPN as a business. Mm. What y'all? Do you, I'm pretty sure you don't have people sign nothing, but if you had to, would, would that be, would that be something you want that's them to sign? That's like definitely to, a slippery slope. I can't have people sign nothing now because like, I'm not paying anybody right now, so I can't really tell you what to do with your personal life. Okay, I'm sorry. So, I'll tell you what, I'm no, 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 no. I know that. I know that. Yeah, I'm just just putting that out there. But just <laughs> um, for. Future references, as far as like actually, if you're on like a paid thing, I definitely will put a non fraternizing situation mm-hmm. to it because not trying to be funny. Um, that's too much. I can't say that. Um, no, 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 no. and that's why, even though, <laughs> even though we, we have a lot of time, we believe the, the ending part is gonna be good because, and I, I ain't trying to like put you on the spot, so to speak. Yeah, but I, I do know that that particular situation with Jason Mitchell. Even though we looked at it like, damn, we missed, we gonna, we gonna miss the shot. We like it, but you are a director. Right. You have you you deal with this stuff. You have to you have to you have to make those t- those tough choices. So you can only imagine what the yeah. shot go to when they like. So imagine that the best character now. Yeah. You got to really just get rid of because of the yeah, situation. Yeah, you got to. I mean, so you got to put rules in place so hopefully this yeah. don't happen. Yeah, you got to. I think if, for me, I would definitely in the future. Uh, yeah, that, that definitely no fraternizing because again, you get it like you say. Let's say you get in a situation and you have um a boy, you know, like the characters a boyfriend and girlfriend, a husband and wife, and they're just those characters. But then they start like touching and feeling out after cut. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you know, y'all booed up for like two months. And then y'all get mad at each other, but y'all still got these characters to play. Mm-hmm. So it's like it makes it difficult. A you may not give your best performance because you're mad at this person, or B again because the tension's so high, or whatever may have happened in your personal life, it affects the set life. So we have to decide, all right, how we're we gonna fix the situation 
So it's a lot of it's a lot of messy stuff. And it's even messier when you have two people that aren't even in a scene together at all and they mess around and stuff happens and it's like what you can't you know, again, you can't have the two people in the same room because, you know, stuff stuff happened. And it's like you wanna you you wanna try to decrease the tension or you not try to have any tension at all or keep the energy the same. So it's like you got to do a lot of separation. Again, it's the Martin Gina syndrome. It's like you yeah. got to keep yeah. them, you got to keep them separate. So it, it definitely has an impact on your your show. It had an impact on you know what you're trying to do. I and but for me, I think my situation is just just a tad bit different because again, I am the writer too. So if that situation happens, it will be kind of even though I'll be pissed off because I think sometimes I feel like I'd be writing bomb stuff and I'm like, dang, I got to change it because well, that's what I wanted whatever. To ask you. Like, so it's a little easier for me to be like, all right, let me do a little razzle dazzle and then. But we and you talk about it a lot with power and 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 we talk about a show with, with the best character development. And I, I think we said Shaw was one of them shows with like the best character development. Mm-hmm. And you look at the, the it's, it's there for a reason. It may intertwine at some point later on. Cause to imagine that you're putting all your time and effort into this, these 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 these, these, yeah. these roles, all to say, okay, I gotta kill the person off now. So now you gotta do it all over again. Or hope that that one that one change don't change the whole dynamic of the show. Right. As you done put all that time developing each character to a T. That's that hurt. It's crazy, man. That's that hurt. It's crazy. That's the, I'm, I'm, I've done it before. You had, like I said, you you take a lot of time. And not even just does it make you want to shy away from romantic scenes at all or no? No, nah. You need, really. Yeah, I mean, need nah. those. I'm just be honest. Um, but not, it, not even, not even just the allegations, like are not just mis, this misconduct. Just in general, when you write stuff and you write, you set stuff up so perfectly, and then the character, the actor, or whatever drops out or whatever or moves away, and it's like. Dang, I set stuff up so it can be like this big thing. Now like you have to go back to the drawing board and kind of change stuff. I mean, it's just, but it's just, it's just the nature of the beast. Even it's either independent or even on the bigger scale. I mean, look at Empire mm. with Jesse. I mean, this whole thing. Yeah. Even though, even though the Lee Daniels and them, they was like, we're gonna keep, we want to keep them on. The execs had the final word. So when the Fox execs say you got to get rid of them. All right, well, we got to drop him from the last two episodes. So I'm sure because they said they had big plans for his character for the last two episodes, but they had to drop him. Yeah, they had that was the big plan, probably. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, and even now with them getting the final season, season six, even though they want him to be on it, they're saying no, we don't want him. So now they have to figure out how they're gonna do Empire without Jamal. So I think even though things are a little different, how things come from the higher ups with the big. With like with the, the the major stuff and then with independent, it always boils down to like the director or whatever. It's all still the same game. It's like you still have to make those hard decisions as far as what is best for you and what's best for the entire production as a whole. I think you still gotta do it too, only because uh, even though it's no execs telling you to do this, but you everybody. So the yeah, exec, I mean, exec Carlton might be like, "Look, I'm getting rid of both of them." Writer Carlton might be like, "I can I can just write this person out." Carlton the the human might be like. No, that's not right. The president didn't do nothing. I can't just kick him out of the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's, it's so many uh, different Carlton's in that situation that has to, and you got you, and you got to listen to every single one. Yeah, mean Carlton, nice Carlton, fed up Carlton, don't want to write again Carlton. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> create a call. You got to talk to each one of them. Like you know what? Okay, we're gonna do this. You know, so I mean, yeah, it's 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 definitely a a, a tough business. It's definitely you, just, you have to have you have to. 
be really strong real strong minded and tough skinned to get through it so and, it's and, a lot and, and, it, and it, it just goes to show you that like you say you know right as, as of right now you know you you're not paying uh, actors but whether you're paying them or not it's the same business oh yeah so just imagine can you imagine that like fam you do you know if you're paying your episode and you go out like this yeah, I'm pretty sure he, get, he getting that money right now. Or he was. I think I'd be. I think I, I think if it was if I was on the shy level, I'd be a little bit more pissed off. I'd be like, bruh. Because imagine, yeah. imagine you just a writer on a shy, and like you doing a good job. of like, dog, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm I'm about to I'm about to. Because imagine like that you writing that 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 script, right? You know, right writing it and getting writer's credit, and you keep doing good. You might get a big writing job somewhere else. Yeah, because you're doing good. So now imagine, let's say the show go left now. You know how mad I be at this kid, Jason? Like, I could have got, a, I could have got twenty writing gigs. Yeah. One more season, I had that good, but because of you, I had to rewrite this. And you know, it's like it's so, it, it's a trickle effect. Like yeah. that one situation, even just more like that one situation, you messing up other people's jobs and making yeah. their jobs harder. It's, a, it's definitely impact. Impact. What you do impacts others. I, I say that a lot. It definitely does. So. You know, it's crazy, man. That show go down. Another person on the show that could have blew up, don't blow up now. It's like, dog, this is my season. Like, we had scenes together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of going to it. I'm interested, like I said, being a newcomer to the shop. I'm interested to see how they're going to do this. Because. Well, I, I, was, I, would, I would assume everything from this season is done. But yeah. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see what season three, like, what they're going to do. Like, like, yeah, that's a whole year. And they, I, hate that, I hate that they do years now. Like. I remember back in the day, show would just come on. Mm. Now, I, maybe, maybe I didn't know. I don't know. But like now, it's like a I'm year. Like they still had seasons, bro. He just wasn't paying attention. I, a year though, you think so? I mean, you, you would know. I was it's different. As well, a lot I of the a few months. with those like HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, all that stuff. Like they, you know, they they weren't doing a lot of serials back then when we were younger. Like yeah. it was just the big five. It was well, actually, the big four back then it was Fox, ABC, NBC, and CBS. That was it. And they do it by, you know, seasons that the fall, winter, but it's still one season, but they will break it gotcha, up. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You're right. I, I wasn't watching HBO and stuff back then, so, so I don't know. That show, them, them shows I was watching, regular TV. Yeah, so okay. now with more shows, because even cable, when cable started doing more shows, and then now with premium channels doing more shows, it's like they, they do it by the year. Now, why they do it by the year, I have no idea. You know what I think, though? Honestly, that's a good point. I, I think they do it by the year because of... The people that's on the show. So it's my like ghost. He actually does other movies. You know what I'm saying? May may, may not be big movies though, but he mm. might do them. He, I, his movie game is not good to me. That's just me personally though. Mm. But um, he does other movies, and they all got they all got other engagements. I guess you gotta make sure everybody. You do it. You gotta make sure everybody's there at the same pay. You might can't do uh, Love Is Lame back to back because no, not not nothing to do with them, nah, but because dude. of you, you might want to do Nick of Time. You, might, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. might want to do something else. It's like I can't, I can't do Love. Is but Lane even I'm, just to speak on that, this now I'm in a situation now because we want to we want to shoot the final season of Lovers Lane, right? I'm in a situation now, which I'm happy about. All the majority of the actors are booked and busy, like like, I'm, like they're doing a lot of stuff, which is I think is excellent. Um, so now I'm in a situation to where, and, and I'm and I'm booked and busy too. So I'm in a situation where we're trying to. See what schedule works best, and it's, unfortunately, I might be in a situation where I have to. I rewrote the last season, but I might be in a situation where I have to go and do rewrites because I have to go with what works for the majority, and may not some of the schedules may not align where you can't participate or whatever. So it's like I said, this whole this whole situation is it's a it's a it's a chess game. Honestly, it's like you got to figure out again. I just said what works best for the overall production. Um, I've been in situations to where I've had somebody I wanted to play this part, um, but certain, but certain something happened and they can't film, 
you know, when we already designated, mm. you know, but so to me, I have to think, do I really want this person to play this part or do I want to sacrifice trying to reschedule and not have the other people that already signed on? Gotcha. gotcha. So it's like, you got to make those type of decisions. And, you know, sometimes you make the decision to keep that person or sometimes you have to just go with the majority. So it's like, you have to make those, make those decisions. So, you know, I, I think the whole, again, the whole thing is, uh, it's, it's about what movie you want to make that works for overall production. So, mm. yeah, I'm just, yeah, this whole thing just kind of just put me in a space because, again, I just, I was really growing to really, like, be a real big fan of Jason Mitchell. So, kind of just like, uh, puts a damper on things. No, I, I yeah, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough, 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 tough business, man. It is, man. But I just, I mean, but at the end of the day, again, you want everybody on your set to feel safe and you want everybody to be able to come to work. And well, not have to worry about being harassed, you, you know. And I think you know everybody's job is obviously bigger than a shot because you want to get you want to continue to get work, which is for him it's going to be kind of hard now. He got he got that rep- reputation of misconduct at, at, on sets, but as a director or as a executive or a producer, you don't have that 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 uh that thing on your on your on your tainer on you where like. You make actors feel unsafe on set, or you only care about the star actor of of the shows. You don't care about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta do what's right. So it could, I, I take that back. It could not have been her that did it. They could have just put it out and like, now nah, we just not gonna do it. They could have just spoke about it, had a meeting, and said, yeah, we just gonna just gonna take you off, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Mm. But I, all I can say is for an agency to drop it, that's. That's crazy. Yeah. You really hear that. Both is the, the, like I said, the talent agency and the management. They both dropped them. And that's why I say it, it's something deep, deep too, because usually that right now for him, it's, that's that's kind of like cancellation mode mm-hmm. somewhat. I ain't saying that he's going to be canceled. I'm going to still watch stuff he put, he do, but it's kind of cancellation mode. But dang, I just, I, can, I hate for black uh, artists in any, in any, any, any field to just start to get the ball rolling and mess it up. Maybe because they feeling themselves a little too much. Mm. But I don't know how he is in real life. I don't know if he always like he's like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't hear nothing bad about the Compton set, so it makes me think that he just kind of feeling himself a little too much. Mm. Maybe because he just started a show, you feel like you know, hey, you know, they gonna pick me over you. I, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then now look, you smart. So I'm just gonna leave then. And then boom. Listen, um, you see it on the local level. You see people get one two likes. They got the big head, so uh, it's <laughs> one, not. Two likes. It's not. It's not <laughs> unbelievable for that to happen. I'm just saying, people's. You get a get a get a comment. Oh, you did good. You a star. Anybody come to see you, Otis? Anybody think they? Anybody <laughs> did nothing after that? <laughs> they, yeah, pretty much. Oh, that was a good scene, man. You or oh, you know people in your head. That would be too. People get in the head. You know, now nah, you know. I, I think you make this show, man. Why why don't give you more? It always might get in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like you need more scenes, man. Like you had better than the rest of them on the show. You think so? And now that act, now that scene got planted. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how you do it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Do you ever have that? Like somebody say, I need more scenes or I need more lines. Yes. Yo, I'll be like, yo. You know what happens? Be less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I know that because I know you. So I feel like, oh, you want more? I got you. You want more? I bet. Next thing you know, you just got one scene. All right, man, thank you, man. You know, I can see you just being very petty about it. Because you can't, you can't tell nobody how to do their creative well, process. You know, if somebody saying? wanted to tell you that, what would be a good way to tell them that? No, uh, you know what? Okay. How, do, how do you positively this, say, yes. hey, give me more scenes? Yeah, yeah, things. yeah. This is, this is a positive. You can, you, we, we can have a positive conversation. You basically say, I feel like that I can handle more 
scenes because I want to be. Or I want to. I want more scenes that are, that are a little bit more challenging. That's the wrong way to say it. I want more scenes. No <laughs> matter how you say it. Hey, right? Give me some more scenes, man. Yeah, hey, give me some more. We'll, we'll, we'll in a joking way, like, but it's funny. I mean, well, if we're joking, and I mean, I'll laugh. I mean, you know, you, but you, I, I know you. I know you. I, I know you know how some jokes are. You might laugh then. You might think later, like, yo, was he trying to play me? I feel like I feel like you, you'll laugh later, like you, you're saying later, like, nah, I think you're trying to play me, man. <sighs> nah, I, I know. I know. I can take a joke. I know when we're joking. But don't don't say it like where I went on set, like where we're, we're filming. You just you just shot you just strike me somebody out of drive later driving back home from Charlotte, like you just like you, you like I think you'll just pull over and stop like are they trying to play me? I need to turn back around. I feel like you kind of you do that somebody joke and say something <laughs> like maybe maybe you didn't catch it then because you laugh, but you know sometimes you laugh too quick you don't catch it. No, nah, I understand. No, that that just be a, a quick message. But hey, were you? I like, feel like no. I feel like you'll pull over like hold on, let me see real quick. <laughs> Before I get too far out uh, twenty, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say something to you. Or not. Do we have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know why that's funny. That's funny. I know why. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. You don't care what time of day it is either. You could be good, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, I ain't take it that way. I don't know. I'm just hey, I just feel like yo, we we need to pull up. You know, I did a podcast um this month the Monday and I actually spoke about it a little bit. Not that, but I spoke about because normally when I say it, I don't say the person, I don't mm-hmm. say this. Yeah, yeah. But I went ahead and did it. I, I want to do podcasts one on one. I wanted to tell people this, you know, like hey, uh, anybody want to do one? This is how I kind of got started. I just kind of gave my 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 rundown of me getting started and started. I am getting to when I first started doing like guess, 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 mm-hmm. but I did like the, the 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 gist of it, buying equipment and not being able to use it, just looking at it every day. But normally people ask me, "Hey, can you give me pointers or can I meet up and talk?" Da, da, da. And I always do it, but I always say. I ask him, ask people, you know, when them kind of shut me down. People was like, "You can intern for me." I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, intern? What, 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 what wow. do you? You know what I'm saying?" And now look, but my my I, normally I don't say name, but now I just, I'm just gonna say I, you know, I didn't care. Mm-mm, Sorry, mm-mm, I went. Now I'm not gonna say now. Now I'm not oh. saying now. No, no, no. Not twice in one week. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was doing it just because like I wanted, I want, I wanted that podcast to be a referral podcast. When people ask me how to how I started from now on, I'm just gonna send them that. I'm not. I'm not writing paragraphs no more. It's hard to you know you know you know the story always hard. I might ask you how you got into it. You gotta tell you gotta kind of if you want to do it thoroughly, you gotta tell them about this beating cancer, all that stuff. Because all that stuff is really how you got into right. it. Right. It's hard to say, and I it was it was a thing from Justin Larry. I played that in the in the in the, in the, in the um in the podcast too, where she go I hate asking successful black people about stuff because when you tell them, when you ask them how they got on, they always say oh it was hard work. It was this. I just asked Jesus and it came to me. But they don't really tell you really what they did. Like they, right. like they, like they don't want to give you the game. Right. I'll never be that guy. People people do that because they are afraid that you're going to try to. Yeah. They're afraid of competition. They're afraid that you're going to take what. They're, they're afraid that you're going to take what they what you did. And do it better. And do it, yeah, and do it better. So, I mean, it should. Again, I always live by the philosophy what God has for you is for you. My thing is this. I'm on, I can help you do whatever I can. And maybe you can do it better. I, I mean, oh, more power to you. Yeah, like I said, you, people, people, podcast wise, people gonna listen to mine regardless, and listen to yours. Cool, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm gonna be happy for you. I'm not gonna be like, dang, I should never tell him this. No, I just hope that when you, you know, you get what you gotta get, you know, give me pipes. Hey man, man was always, you know, cool. I don't need nothing else but that. You know what I'm saying? Just right. no, I know I was solid the whole way through. I don't wanna. I, and I never want to be that guy because I'm telling you, like, if I was to like blow up, blow up, it is, I'm, I, I really, I'm not, I, would, I wouldn't dedicate nothing to to a person, but it would still be like, yo, because you look up to people sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Imagine, look, imagine you look up to Tyler Perry and you ask him stuff and he kind of ish on you. 
respect him, you start making your way up. It's like you're gonna look at him different. Like you're not gonna respect him no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, I looked you different. I thought you was I thought you was one way, but you really turned out to be. Oh, I definitely got yeah. You got those stories. I, I guess, even when I tell my journey, I tell the story. I don't mention his name. But I tell I, I mentioned the college di- campus director. Yeah. that rejected me. So I, that is my part of my story. Like for him, that Make was you go harder. Absolutely, and then now look. I'm, I'm. I don't know what he's doing now, but and, it's and, like and, and how it always. And I never. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now. If, if I pass you, it's one thing. If I pass you and I don't know what you're doing, I'm gonna keep saying that. I don't. Know what are you doing now? You like you look. You look crazy out here because you could have just get put your hand out. That's all. That's what was a hand. I wasn't. I, I didn't even grab it. Just, just something like that. You know. Just yeah. Clap. But you be doing this. It's crazy. Yeah. You know. That's wild. But um, we got thirty. We got what 20, 20 seconds. So it's been a blessing, y'all. This has been a very good conversation. Um, thank y'all for listening to Fire and Ice. If you want to chime in, you know, hit us up on Facebook, social media. Of course, media. of course. You know, share. We, we appreciate you guys sharing and listening. And, of course, we'll be back next week for all new episodes. Love Fire and Ice. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>